Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And twas the episode before Christmas. Our voices the only sounds. Not a creature was stirring until we heard our noisy hounds. (laughs) Shut up, dogs. (laughs) Almost every episode we have some kind of background noise that we have to uh, accommodate. Yeah, it probably doesn't quite make it to uh, being posted because you cut it out. But. Yeah, yeah. I want, I, I want people to think that these dogs are dead to me. <laughs> they do not exist in my life. Right, of course. The cats, however, they'll probably get their own episode. I don't know. I'm surprised they haven't already, That's to be true. honest. They could just interview all the cats, see what their thoughts are on, <laughs> on, on the all the, the political uh, climates and stuff of yeah. the world. We should record, like, all the cats making different noises and, like, use them as, like, bumpers for stuff. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Like, I, like, actually bump into them and, like, they meow at me. Yes. Exactly. Like, oh, excuse me. Sorry. I'm just trying to get over to, uh, movie news. Yeah. Actually, not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, before we get into it, though, uh, we did change up our format a little bit. Something we think would be maybe a little bit smoother. And the transitions and whatnot. So in case you notice us doing something in a different order, it's on purpose. Yeah. Also, <laughs> this episode is going to be a little bit different because yes. it's, you know, twas the one before Christmas. Yes. I don't know if you heard. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was on mute. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. We, you know, we have to wrap gifts still. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff to do. So don't tell anybody that is getting gifts from us. Yeah. But I don't know. Nobody would care. I don't, yeah. Like, nobody, okay. nobody it's would not care. Christmas yet. Who gives a yeah. fuck? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this episode will probably be a little bit more uh, loosey-goosey, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not an orgy. It's not going to turn into an orgy. <laughs> That's a relief. People are like, do I leave my clothes on while I listen? Or... Yeah. Yes, you do. You do whatever you want. But and you don't have it's to. It's your call. Yeah. It's... We're not around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are, in a way. Yeah, but we don't have to experience it. Like, yeah. we're here. We don't have to, or we don't get to. Well, I guess that just depends yeah, on the that's person. That's up to their imagination. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I think that's a good transition into the next thing I want to talk about before we get into our news. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show, Josh Davis. He has a band, Paper Scissors Band. We've talked about them a little bit before. Mm-hmm. I think they came out with an album, was it in August or so? Okay. He's got a single for Christmas. It's called Christmas Wherever You Are. Okay. This song, he is donating any proceeds that, that come from this song that people, you know, pay to listen to it will go to, I think, like a local charity. Okay. That's cool. I will post the link, I guess, on social media, mm-hmm. but... Okay, I don't have a, a URL. It's like way too it's a lot. complicated of a URL, so yeah. I can't read it out. <laughs> I will share it on social media, so please go look there. I'll put it on my personal as well, Classy Cat Dad, for anybody who doesn't follow the podcast. But shame on you. <laughs> You're on Santa's Naughty List now, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so go check out his music. It's on Spotify, Apple, whatever. It's It's everywhere. You could listen to it for free, but, you know. And it's Paper Scissors Band? Yes, Paper Scissors Band. Uh, But, you know, support them if you can. Yeah. All right. 
got that out to the world. Mm-hmm. Let's get into our good, bad, and ugly of the week. Yes. You want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, you go ahead and start. Okay. My good. And of course, for anybody who's unaware, this is... I feel self-explanatory, but <laughs> it's uh, our good, bad, and ugly of the week as far as the news, our reactions to it. Obviously, it could be uh, slightly different, which we'll get into. I have a couple that are like, why is that your bad? You'll get it. Yeah. Okay. So, my good. Deadpool 3 will apparently include time travel to, sp- to bring Logan to the MCU while leaving the movie Logan intact and not changing anything with that so we're not retconning that's good basically it sounds like he's i I think uh hugh jackman was was talking on like siri or something satellite radio uh about how basically now they have like the all the like multiple timelines Mm -hmm. through i assume loki uh that they can now do this without like affecting what's already been done because he liked how they ended with Logan mm-hmm. and didn't want to change that. Yeah. Which I mean, this was kind of obvious. I felt like we've already seen time travel used in Deadpool two, right? That's how they introduced right. Cable. Mm-hmm. They gave us all those like joke clips at the end of him going back in time and and like you know. Killing uh, Green Lantern, which mm-hmm. is extra funny now. Yeah. We'll talk about stuff later on. Yeah. You know, and, and other stuff is Deadpool in the, uh, in the <laughs> Wolverine yeah. movie. All that. All the, the bad choices. Yes. You know, so. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's probably like a tease of what we'll expect to see with Deadpool 3. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we'll be seeing the... Uh, time Variant Authority, is that what it was? Time Variance Authority, yeah. The time TVA. Variance Authority, yes. Yeah. The TVA. I assume we'll probably see that. But they could easily also just do like the device he had. Mm-hmm. Maybe he uses that, gets to the MCU, and then it breaks, and then he's just stuck there. Yeah, I don't know. That'd that be like an easy too. throwaway joke as to why he's there. Right, right. Instead of making it hell of climatic. Yeah. Okay. Getting into my bad. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to go good, good, bad, bad? No, no. Let's okay. just do all of yours. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to tit for tat? <laughs> no, okay. No. So my bad. God of War is officially getting a live action series, which was announced for Amazon Prime. Why would this be my bad? <laughs> I'm very curious why this is Because I bad. obviously really enjoy God of War. Yes. Um, it's because they are only going to be doing the Norse mythology from the uh, the start of the show. So. Oh, it's basically starting with the 2018 PS4 game oh. where they transitioned from Greek mythology to Norse mythology, which is fine as far as like, I'm excited for that story, mm-hmm. but I feel like by skipping over Greek mythology and like all the stuff that he did in those games, mm-hmm. even though they were like completely different styles of games mm-hmm. and not, you know, as narrative driven. Mm-hmm. They did kind of build that foundation of who Kratos is for the 2018 game. And so I feel like if you leave that out of the story, to me, that takes away a lot of the character development that you will see with that character. Mm-hmm. I mean, and maybe they'll do flashback type stuff or like kind of like roundabout it for his past in the Greek 
mythology, but like it just seems like if you leave it completely out, that I feel like that could do disser- disservice to the character. Yeah. And and like what he stands for, where he is within the Norse mythology. Do you think that it's possible they're going to see how it goes and then maybe do like a prequel series? It's possible. Like we obviously don't know who they're casting. Right. Of course there's the the fan casting they want, yeah. the voice actor. <laughs> <Dave> Batista. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what you want? No, I just feel like a lot of people... I've seen that on, oh, the, on no, the no, no, no. I was going to say... Uh, no, I mean, I was going to say Christopher Judge, you know, he's the voice actor for the newer games. Mm-hmm. He obviously just won the video game award for the voice acting for Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. He's relatively built, so people naturally want him to play the character in the live action show, which... I guess I could see that. Could be, could be good. Really, but I would be shocked if they did that because then, by that logic, why didn't you use the voice actors for like The Last of Us? You know, like there's a reason mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah, of course, Christopher Judge has like acting background. He was on like a he was on uh, Stargate SG. Yeah, he was on one of those Stargate shows. Yeah, I want to say it was like Atlantis or something. It's a uh, Stargate SG one. Okay, so that was the show. Yeah. So was the movie just called Stargate? I think so. Because he wasn't in the movie. No, as far he was as on I'm the aware. TV series. Yeah. 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 Okay. I thought SG-1 was part of the name of the movie. Uh, I'm just on Wikipedia. It's calling it Stargate okay. SG-1. Well, so. I'm not a... I'm not a... I'm not a <laughs> professor of Stargate. Same. <laughs> so. I'm only I know giving, I sound like it, but... I'm only giving you what Wikipedia is offering me, so. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the opportunity to donate, apparently. Yeah. Don't act like you weren't going to or haven't. No, I absolutely have. They fucking keep bothering me about it. And I'm like, I'll get to it when I get to it, you know? Make it never. (laughs) I feel, so I've donated twice before, but then every time I donate, I feel like it's sooner that I get another recommendation to donate. And I'm like. You're one of those people that will donate, right? Yeah. It's like uh, uh, donating blood. Yeah. Once you once you go donate blood once, they like harass you. They forever. fucking <laughs> blow up your phone. Although yeah. I don't know how it is now because it's cell phones. But yeah, they do. Do they still? Well, do it depends it? on your blood type. Like certain people I know get phone calls every yeah, I, eight I weeks. Used to, I used to get on like round of the clock whenever I was up due for the next one. I yeah. could do it. Yeah. They were calling me. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think I get it anymore. But that's because I'm not in the. Uh, You're not in the bay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> where I was at the time. Right. But, right. So now just to. Uh, Avoid it, I just throw away as much blood as I can. Yeah. You just, like, let it leak out into the trash? Yeah. Let it go bad. But go, sorry, I just threw it out. I was going to, but it was going bad. You should have (laughs) called me last week. Yeah. Like, sir, I did call you last week. (laughs) Oh, that was you? Yeah. (laughs) All right. For my ugly. Or do you have anything uh, to add to the God of War conversation? I guess you want Dave Bautista as as I've just Kratos. seen people fan cast him on on the internet, but like yeah. he's well, we want him for God of War. He's, or I mean, like Gears uh, of War. Gears of War. Yeah, we want him for the other. I know people are. War. He's angling for Gears of War, so yeah. like obviously he's going to be busy. But like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot to add. They need to just mash those games together and make a Gears of God. Gears of God. God of Gears. Of War. <laughs> God of Gears Go- of War. Gords of War. <laughs> Giads of War. Yeah. I mean, I love the idea. War of God Gears. I do happen to like when I see uh, 
voice actors from video games be- doing live action roles. Like, mm. um, I'm not remembering her name, but the girl from Mythic Quest, who's the voice of Aloy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it sounds like we're transitioning right into your uh, good. Are we? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't trying to. I but... was like, damn, she's good. <laughs> but I had to do You still my have ugly to do your yet. ugly first, so you go ahead. But I just was no, saying fuck that. fuck it. Give me your good. Let's but, do your good and well, bad, and then I'll jump to my ugly, and then you'll jump to your ugly. Okay, okay. I just. We'll, uh, um... we'll come back uglies together. Yeah. <laughs> bump uglies? Yeah, we'll bump uglies. <laughs> I was just saying I, I appreciate when um, voice actors can transition into live action roles because it's it's fun to see that they get to see that payoff because mm-hmm. I imagine there's quite a bit di- a different amount of yeah, uh, yeah. clout that comes with doing the live action role versus just being the voice. Yeah. So my good is that there's a Mythic Quest spinoff in the works. Um, it's going to be called Mere Mortals and it'll be written by... Uh, Ashley Birch, that's her name. There she is. Yep. Um, and as well as John Howell Harris and Katie McElhenney. Which... That's that's Olsen, right? She just changed her name. Yeah. She got married. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm assuming it's got to be. Yeah. Because it was Katie Olsen, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. So that makes total she sense. She was the other Olsen. Yeah. Twin. <laughs> yeah. That I don't have seen her because she twin. looked like a bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She was the bird in the she picture the flying by. <laughs> um, anyway, okay, so it's going to be a new comedy series and it'll expand the Mythic Quest universe and, quote, explore the lives of employees, players, and fans who are impacted by the game. So I feel like that leaves, like, a very, very open end to what mm. could happen. But I really like that show and seeing any kind of extension on that universe, I'm down for. Yeah, I see... I. I'm not sure I like the idea of the employees part because, like, that's what the show already is. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, I feel like players and fans would make sense. Mm-hmm. Although, again, aren't those, like, the same thing? Well. Can you be a fan but not play a game? <laughs> I mean, people watch people play games on YouTube all the time. Like, okay, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but do you not play because you... Like, why wouldn't you play, though? If you're a fan of the content, why wouldn't you play it? I mean, not good. some people you are not good. Hands. I mean, that is one reason that you could not play. Um, I don't know. I think that's, like, a deeper argument that we maybe don't need to have okay. right now. <laughs> but uh, I think that some outside of work if affects... You know, like, there's certain... Uh, employees in the show where they're like such a ridiculous character when they're at work. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to expand on like what they're like when they're at home and it'll be a completely like different. Yeah, like they're mm-hmm. a different person when they're I would out assume there. it'll just be employees that we don't know. Right, yeah. Like, like the randos we always see. It'll yes. be like a couple of them are now going to be considered like stars of this show. Right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I have no idea, obviously, how the show's going to go. But, like I said, expanding on the universe, I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, and it, it puts, uh, I guess it shines that this is a successful show, that they're going in the route of a spinoff. Yes. And I guess it tells us that, like, we can expect there to potentially be more seasons of this show, right? Yeah. With I mean, the quest, because I, I don't know, in my head, I was like, is season three the end? Like, it, it didn't really... I didn't know if they were going to go further with their show, but yeah. I would imagine they are if they are be- making spinoffs now. Yeah. Unless that's the whole idea is a spinoff will be their new show and just take over. Maybe. <laughs> I guess we'll see. And then use the other characters as like cameos or something. Yeah. All right. Well, what is 
your bad? My bad is that Blockbuster got, is getting canceled by Netflix again. <laughs> no, you don't get it? Well, you didn't do your noise. Oh, but um, tsh, you know. Okay. I thought you were going to do the noise. I, so wasn't, I was waiting for it. I put that in the notes because I was like, I was going to make a joke about it. But oh, like, okay. But then you changed the joke. I just decided not to say, but I'm tsh. Okay. But I guess now I did it twice. Yeah. But it's like, I just Not thought, to be mistaken with bubum. Yeah, that's not what I was talking about. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny joke because Netflix killed Blockbuster the first time. Yeah, I'm arguably Blockbuster also killed itself. They did. But there, yes. This time yes. Blockbuster didn't kill itself. Netflix really did do the murdering, it seems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do the murdering, it seems. So Could I you was... imagine like a cold case show where they're like they're describing the murder? <laughs> they did the murdering. They did the murdering, it seems. <laughs> So it's bad because I was enjoying the show. I think it had potential, but um, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those shows that I felt like I enjoyed it, but it was very copy-paste of other shows we enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't anything that stood out. I was hoping that there would be a season two and it would get better, but I'm not like, oh no. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like crying in my pillow every night. I just, it's bad because it's one less thing that you can just like put on. I'm just going to put some tissue by the... You're side of the bed just to be safe. <laughs> Thanks. I don't want to risk you I appreciate that. crying into your pillow tonight. Yeah. Well, speaking of crying, what's your ugly? <laughs> Are you telling me that I'm an ugly crier? No, I was saying I'm an ugly crier. I, I was going to say I'm an ugly crier. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Well, HBO Max is removing a shit ton of content. Well, that's dumb. We, we've been hearing about like the sprinkles of stuff that's getting canceled or removed or whatever or will be removed. Uh, so, as of right now, they've removed six original movies, a couple of which we I think we did watch. The that American Pickle um, <laughs> was one that. of them. That, what was that one with Melissa McCarthy? The, the superhero super, one? No, the oh. one where she had like a robot AI thing. Oh, yeah. It was super something. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super size, I think it was. No. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, we watched that one too. Mm-hmm. They were okay, but yeah, so those are all being removed or have been removed. Super intelligence? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Super. Official, was it? Uh, yes. And 21 original series have been re- removed. Along with 16 other series that, like, are not technically they owned them. They just have them on their service. Mm -hmm. This does not include Westworld or Raised by Wolves, which will be removed at some point. Mm. So we need to... So what you're saying is we need to... (laughs) Watch at least Raised by Wolves Season 2 before it's gone. Mm -hmm. Although, from what I'm understanding, their strategy is they're taking stuff off the service so that they can use it. To sell to other services. Mm, mm-hmm. Basically, they're going to rent them okay. out to other streaming services and make the money off that. So as long as it's not then, Hulu, we might still have it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean. Yeah. I would like to try to watch Raised by Wolves before. But yeah. Westworld, I heard the show got bad after season two. I don't know. We've only seen season one, if I remember right. Correct. Um, 
but I don't know. I'll probably check that out if I can, if it hits somewhere else, I guess. I'm not yeah. going to stress doing it now. But, um, I don't know, it just, it's my ugly because it's just like, I guess it's it's concerning that this can just happen to anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's shows that I did want to watch that were on there. I think that Close Enough cartoon, mm-hmm. um, I got into it, like, I guess too late because I started watching it and then shortly after they, they it booted disappeared, it. Yeah. So, I didn't really get to see the, the rest of the show. I think it was like season two or something that they had on there. I didn't get to see... So hopefully that'll be somewhere else. Yeah, that <laughs> definitely it. seems like something you could see on Hulu. I feel like that would probably go to like Amazon Prime. I feel like Amazon, they, they're yeah. very into the the adult, adult animated stuff. stuff. So that's true. I, I would see it going there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just it just has me worried that you could see this happening more often. I guess with bigger properties, if they just decide that they can make more mm-hmm. elsewhere. Very true. Or just, you know, not to their standards, so yeah. it's gone. But, like, some of them I was like, yeah, okay, I don't know what that is, so yeah. <laughs> I guess there's a reason it's gone. Yeah. I'm probably not the only one. Yeah. All right. Give me your ugly face. Are you ready for the ugly? Your ugly cry face. Yeah. It's it's pretty bad. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. So, um, this is, this is really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Movie studio. Okay, so do you remember the story um, where these guys were able to? They sued the movie studio about the knife. Was it Knives Out? No, not Knives Out. Duh. It was. <laughs> I was, I was it confused. Would be funny I was if it was that it movie. Was, yeah. like, Yesterday. Yeah. She was not in that yeah. entire movie. <laughs> that plot got weird. I got confused because she was in that movie. Um, yesterday, um, they these guys sued the movie studio because the, the musical one, right? The musical, yes. The one that was, was like the, Beatles, the Beatles music, music or whatever. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I guess Anna de Armas was in the trailer. Okay. I vaguely remember her being in the trailer. I don't know. She her. was not in the movie at all. <laughs> she was cut out of the final movie. We talked about this once before. Mm. So these guys decided to go sue the movie studio over that and yeah. call it false advertisement, which is not entirely wrong. Um, yeah, technically. <laughs> but like suing seems I guess excessive. If, if the thing is, I feel like that movie was probably coming out when she wasn't big. And so, in my head, cutting her was probably not that big of a deal because people didn't, like, know who the fuck she was, really. She was already in Knives Out at that time. Was she? Yeah. Okay. If I remember correctly. Was she already signed on for Bond and all that stuff? Uh, I I don't know, actually. Because I feel like that movie came out quite a bit ago. 2019. Okay. I don't know. It, yeah. I don't remember when Knives Out came it out. Was in, it was in her coming up, you know? Okay. Like, it was in the time where she was getting more and more famous. Yeah. So basically, it sounds like their argument was they were only going to see this movie because she was supposedly in it. Yes. They said that they rented the movie because she was (laughs) in it. Oh my God, I love it. They didn't even buy it. They didn't see it in theaters. Mm -hmm. They didn't spend more money than a rental, which was what, like 10 bucks maybe? They had rented the yesterday after seeing her in the trailer. However, once they saw the movie, they discovered that she was cut out of the final film. They rented it. They didn't even buy it. Anyway, so they won. Were they like roommates? Did they share the viewing experience or did they both individually rent it? Um, I think they shared the viewing. It says two fans of the actor. So it, making it even worse, they probably even also split that bill. Right, yeah. <laughs> Worst case, one of them paid, the other one didn't. Yeah. Then begs the question, why the fuck are they here? 
How funny would it be if they were completely independent of each other, but like somebody posted on Reddit, like, I can't believe she wasn't in this movie. And some other person was like, yeah, we should sue them. Yeah. They're like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> yup. <laughs> okay. So they so sued. they won. They won. Um, Universal tried to throw out the lawsuit because they said that um, trailers are artistic, expressive work and should be considered as a non-commercial speech. So protection under the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the counter argument, the, 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 the argument was rejected, saying that the trailer is, in fact, commercial speech. Thus, trailers are subject to California false advertising law and the state's unfair competition law. So... Um, <laughs> At the core, this is, it says, at the at its core, a trailer is an advertisement designed to sell a movie by providing consumers with a preview of the movie. So this is a little concerning. So, like, this isn't, we've seen stuff that doesn't show up in the final movie all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, my first thought was Marvel. Yes. When this news hit, my first thought was they intentionally do misleading shit they in They misdirect trailers constantly. So that they can surprise you with the real movie. Yes. Um. So... I guess, what does it mean for them? Do they now not get to do that? Or is it as simple as, at least in my head, it would be as simple as you put fine print. Yeah. This is the Pepsi debacle all over yeah. again for me. Uh, you know, do you just put the fine print? You know, final product may not may not, resemble... may not represent final product or right. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's in the end like credit the thing of the, situation. you know, like the green screen with all yes. that fucking, whatever the hell that's supposed to say. Like, you just put fine print there, and then that that saves it. Yeah. I, I mean, we see this all the time in the gaming. That's basically what they do with gaming. Right. Is that's like, what I was going to bring up. They might show you a demo at E3, and that whole concept is not even in the game by the time right. the game releases. Exactly. And now, I have noticed in more recent years, you definitely see, like, a big giant thing on the top that says, may not represent final gameplay or exactly. whatever. Exactly. And that's I think that's what it was about, was... Like, there, it was a huge thing. Halo uh, 3, I want to say it was. When they first revealed Halo 3, it was like this big desert uh, animated cut of him wearing, like, this, like, sombrero-looking mm-hmm. thing. And yeah. he just, like, he looks so badass and in this yeah. environment that, like, you you want to know what the hell this is about. But then yeah. the actual game, I don't think he ever shows up in that area or... Yeah. Where's that outfit? Like, it's it's just... like, it, like let's do we let's not even get into mobile game ads. Like those are completely false oh, yeah, advertising. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's the same kind of situation, but like even worse with mobile games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess if they have it in one spot of the game, they can say it's technically there. So right, they, yeah. Get away, but well, there's plenty of games that it doesn't have anything. Like the the graphics are completely mm-hmm. different. That kind of shit. So um, and like, what does this mean for like, let's say? They release a movie trailer, but then something happens. Like, it's an early trailer teaser thing, right? right? Mm-hmm. And then something happens with an actor where they have to be replaced. Right. So now... So the simple Can answer... they then retroactively be sued because that actor is now not going to be in the movie? No. Like... All it means is they're going to have to come up with the right type of fine print to put at the end or whatever for all of the stupid things. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what it will probably to do too is, it'll probably put trailers to come out much closer to the release of the movies, yeah. to protect true um, that representation to make sure that they aren't going to get sued. That's true. Um, it is interesting though. I didn't realize this, but one of the teaser trailers for Jurassic Park 
is made up of uh, entirely cut footage. There's like a link really? on this article. Yeah. So we got to go watch it because I'm curious. Oh, I got to find that on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. That would be really yeah. fun. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. So it's in a good example of mm-hmm. something that like. It's almost kind of like weird that like it hasn't happened until now mm-hmm. to think about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because there's other examples like that you just said. Like mm-hmm. someone probably thought of that already and yeah. was like. Yeah. But like they just didn't care because they no, just, like... they you know, they're an adult. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. This was just to get free fucking money. 100%. Like, oh, they, did you sue them for $5? At the very least, they wanted <laughs> they wanted the studio to just buy them out of the fucking lawsuit. Mm-hmm. That's all they wanted. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's my so. assumption of what they want. So they don't sue me. <laughs> yeah. So... That's that's ugly. My opinion may not represent the final uh, reason that they sued. (laughs) Yeah. So that has the potential to get really ugly, and that's why it's my ugly. But I hope that we find they find a way to just kind of like put the kibosh on it and be like, "No, go fuck yourself. We're not gonna. It's not false advertising because somebody got cut out of the movie." Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I really hope it doesn't affect. Marvel movies because I I do kind of enjoy that they try to trick you like that because yeah I like the idea of getting teasers closer to when the movie comes out though to be honest Mm -hmm. because the way Marvel has gotten a little bit crazy with like the amount of spoilers and shit that come out ahead of time see it's all because of marketing they they it's a double edged sword because they they kind of need to like reveal some things so that they can get the general audience excited. Mm But then at the same time, you're spoiling it for the people that, like, really want to see those surprises. Yes. And so, yeah, it it sucks, but, like, I don't know. It's a necessary guess evil, I'm just probably. numb to it now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not necessary if they plan to still make the movies and not get all that money from people that don't show up. Well, the thing is, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> as long as they still make the movies for me, I don't care. So, <laughs> so my thing, my are. opinion on that is that uh, they're making these extra trailers and teasers and whatnot for the general viewer to get people to go to the movie. But like, if I was a general viewer of something and there's a trailer for it, if it's four months ahead of time versus two weeks ahead of time, it's not going to change my wanting to see the movie. That's kind of how I feel too. Like it's like, like you're I not, don't need it four months in advance to say I'm going to go see. Plan that. to see a movie or you don't. Yeah. Right? Like. It's not like going to the movies is like scheduling a doctor's appointment. We do not plan to see Avatar (laughs) 2. Right. We knew we didn't plan on seeing that long ago. Yeah. And it hasn't changed. Yeah. With any of their trailers. Right. Like it's just like we just know we don't care about it. Yes. You either care or you don't. And yeah. I think the extent to which they go out and try to pull more people in. I understand why they're doing it, but I'm not sure how much of it is necessary. That's all. Yeah. I mean, like No Way Home, they could have definitely left out uh, that they were going to have the other Spider-Man characters. Yeah. And they tried to do it one, uh, for a certain uh, uh, you know extent, but then yeah. at the last trailer, they showed it. Yes. So it was like... Like, what was well, the point? Why? Yeah. So. hmm And like, if you're going to do that, then why not just show it in the trailer before? Yeah. I guess, kind of like we said, like it felt like that alone made its own marketing of whether they were in the movie. Right. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. You know, if this is just like a one-off thing or if we're going to see people like 
try and mimic it with other stuff. Right. You know, right. we're going to see like former movies now, like starting to get like those studios uh, in court over, you know, will somebody try to do Jurassic Park now? Right. Like yeah. <laughs> 30 it, years it later. That's a dangerous precedent. So they're going to have to figure something out. Although I guess technically after seven years, you can't. Well, I mean, that's criminal, but. Yeah, it depends on the law and yeah, the state. Yeah. And, so, and the crime. But yeah. yeah. But I guess technically this isn't like a criminal thing. Yeah. So, well, according to them, it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get it. We have a couple quickies. <laughs> it's like a, tell me you didn't like the movie yesterday without telling me you didn't like the movie yesterday. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Let's move yeah, on. That's true, right? <laughs> They just didn't like the movie. Yeah, they were like, this movie sucks. I thought this was the Rolling Stones. I thought Anna Darmus was going to be topless in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why they put, yeah. that's why Netflix did it with Blonde. Yeah. They're like, we're yeah. not getting sued. Yeah. <laughs> we know what pulls people show her, in. Show her tits in the trailer. <laughs> I don't know if they actually did that. I don't think they did. <laughs> Cowards. Yeah. All right. A uh, couple quickie things. Mm-hmm. My Hero Academia is getting a live-action movie, and it's going to be on Netflix. Uh, Jobby Harold will write this. He did Obi-Wan. He did that series for Disney+. Plus, okay. And he's currently working on uh, Rise of the Beasts, which we'll talk a bit about later. Mm-hmm. So this is exciting news. It's a very big property for anime fans. The question is, like, will it be good? Because Netflix has a lot of live-action live adaptations of animes that don't really get the critical success yeah i'm not sure if they understand that people just like anime i don't think i mean i'm not against seeing something anime in live action but like i don't know but do, I, it, do it right yeah i think <laughs> i think you're right like people wouldn't not it, like it it's just it you know i i agree with you it's yeah. like i think that anime fans are just a very sort particular breed that you have to really get it done right yeah for them to to accept something that's not the anime. Right. Because anime fans are even purists when it comes to some people only watch subtitle or some mm-hmm. people only that's watch, true. watch dubbed or whatever. Yeah, there's you know? some people that are judgy mm-hmm. if you uh, if you watch dub. And I yeah. think it's weird, but... Yeah. You know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a little concerned also because, like, he worked on Obi-Wan. I was like, that was kind of a... It was a bit disappointing with what they did. I felt like it could have been so much more than it was. Okay. It had moments I enjoyed, but it overall was like, oh, this is what you came up with. But hear me out, though. I feel like a lot of people really liked Obi-Wan, and we didn't like it a lot because we didn't like the child Leia. <laughs> well, it wasn't just her. It no, was, I, I know, like the but... the story was like, I don't know. There was two sections. Spoilers, sorry. Mm-hmm. Not really. It's just not really like, at this point. It's just yeah. like, there was two sections of that season where... The same plot happened twice. Yeah. It was just like, oh, this happens. Yeah. And it happened again. Oh, we solved it. Oh, it happened again. Not like, again. Really? Like, yeah. I. It's It was like six episodes, I think. What, yeah. How does this happen twice in six episodes? Yeah. A lot of people liked some of the stuff that we didn't like about that show, though. So that's what I'm thinking is maybe the target audience for this is those people. Okay. <laughs> those people. Yeah. <laughs> Because okay. isn't My Hero Academia isn't about like a high school situation? Yeah, it's a it's a high school. I don't. Is it even high school? It might be like college. I don't know, but okay. it's it might be high school. I don't know their age, but 
basically, they, they all have superpowers. Like, superpowers are, like, a common thing in the world okay. at this point in this anime. And so, people go to school to become certified superheroes. And then they oh, get okay. ranked in class to how strong they are and, like, how useful they are to stop crime. Got it. And then, obviously, you have people who have powers that are on the other end who are criminals and in the black market and stuff and yeah. doing bad things. Yeah. Sounds about right. They're not going to get anything but coal in their stockings. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> no, I think it'll be interesting. There's a lot of characters that would be really cool to see them like interpret into you know, a live action concept. I just, that's, I don't know. I feel like it would take a lot of budget though, especially mm-hmm. with like having so many characters with so many powers. Like, arguably, this would have more characters than Endgame. Oh, wow. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of effort. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next on the list, Amazon is turning Dark Tower into a series, and they're going to do so with Mike Flanagan. He's done a lot of stuff with Netflix. He does the the haunted haunting on... On Hill House or whatever? Yeah, Hill House or whatever. Mm -hmm. He does those. He does the... uh, Midnight Mass. There was that new one that was this Halloween. They they dropped the, like the anthology s- stories or whatever. Hmm. The Midnight Club. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he did Doctor Sleep. Oh right. Yes. Okay. Okay. Even better. Got it. So he has movies too. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, we watched the Dark Tower movie with was each. Idris, Idris Elba. Elba. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask if that and was And Matthew the one. McConaughey, was it? Yes. I think it was. Yeah. We have not read the book. This is obviously a Stephen King book. We don't know what was and wasn't good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie was fine to me because I didn't, you know, I didn't have that kind of expectation or, or knowledge to compare. Yeah. Um, but this is exciting news for people that were disappointed with that movie because I... Another chance. He's going to potentially do a really good job with right. such a story. Yeah. All right. And last in our quickie news, The Mandalorian Season 3 will air March 1st of 2023. Sweet. Is it going to be all at one time? Do we know? Or is it going to be... I imagine they're going to just usually do, do a couple episodic, episodes huh? first and then one at a time after that. Okay. They don't... I mean, Disney's never really Yeah, that's that, right. They? they do like a couple episodes at most, I think, at the same time. Yeah, I don't think they've ever dropped... Even when they first started, they didn't drop things right out. All at once, right? Yeah, you're right. I was kind of surprised that it's so late. I don't know. Like, it's been a long time since season two, right? It feels like I it guess has. you could argue Book of Boba Fett was probably <laughs> why they were filming that first. Yeah. But I don't know. I This, I feel like, we'll put it at, like, a year and a half. Yeah, because the season two ended December 18th of 2020. Oh, fuck. Even longer than two and a half years? Apparently. Is that right? Has it been that long? Yeah, because, okay, so season one ended December of 2019. Season two ended December of 2020. So it's going to be two and a half years since season two. Yeah. Presumably they had to stop filming and do whatever during the pandemic. I mean, there was a the lot pandemic. of drama with Star Wars in general yeah. with yeah. what they wanted to but do But it's still a very long forward. time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You want to get into our big topic of discussion? Yeah, we got to get into it it's gonna be people are gonna be like why was this not your ugly (laughs) well this is cumulatively everybody's ugly yeah everyone in the world's ugly so with the exciting news that james gunn has taken over 
creative lead for the DC universe mm-hmm. has now brought in a shit ton of, I guess, drama. Yeah. If you want to call it that or just twist yeah. <laughs> scenarios to the story lots of his of, hiring. Lots of fallout. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's almost like DC struggled so much at making their own universe, but somehow they managed to accidentally make a crisis on Infinite Earths within yeah their studio yeah in real life yeah <laughs> so I, I have so much stuff here so i want to try to condense this and make this like an easy flow mm-hmm. instead of reading all of this stuff yeah so i'm gonna try to just give the highlights jump in if i have anything i'm missing that okay. you think needs to be brought brought up sounds great um pretty much it seems like we're getting a complete reboot of the DC universe. Mm-hmm. It's no longer called the DCEU. It's now called the DCU. Yeah. Uh, they've said they want to structure it a 10-year plan like Marvel does. Mm-hmm. Um, the first report came out that by the Hollywood Reporter that Wonder Woman 3 was dead and that Jenkins left over disagreeing with the direction of the character and the new DCU. Uh, she responded at some point with her corrections of the facts Saying I would, or I never walked away. I was open to considering anything asked of me. It was my understanding that there was nothing I could do to move forward. At this time, DC is obviously buried in changes they are having to make. So I understand these decisions are difficult right now. There's more to it. She was, you know, yeah. she kind of had like a whole like thing for the fans and all that stuff. But so this turned into a huge thing. What does this mean for Gal Gadot? Right. And the 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 senses the senses was kind of that this this project is dead. They are rebooting. Gal Gadot is is she gone now? There hasn't been really any like confirmation that she's gone. Uh, I know people have said that online. I know and, and James Gunn had even responded to somebody saying, mm-hmm. "I'm not sure where you're getting that we booted Gal." Yes. So I feel like you could take that two ways, right? Yeah. That could be like, "I didn't boot her. She just, she chose not to come back." Right. You could take it as that, or mm-hmm. you could take it as. We didn't boot her. She's still around. Right. Exactly. We don't really know. Or third option. It did happen. But where did you find out? Yeah. (laughs) Who told you? Who told you? Yeah. (laughs) That's a good way of looking at it. So uh, in this news, we do know that Wonder Woman 3 is dead officially. Mm -hmm. So they will at the very least reboot the character. Mm -hmm. Some positive news for... Jenkins is she is now confirmed to be involved in the Rogue Squadron film again. Mm. Um, the last I had remember hearing about it, it was on the back burner because of Wonder Woman 3, her obligation to that. And then the other, was it Cleopatra? The yes. other movie that she was like going to direct, but yes. then she ended up just being producer on it or something. Yeah. So, I mean, this frees her up for that. And that was my first thought when I heard the news. Yeah. So, I guess it's a win for Disney, it's a win in, to an extent for her because she still has a gig mm-hmm. <laughs> coming up still. Definitely. So that was the start of, of the the stones dropping. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have now been confirmed that DC, the DCU will not have Henry Cavill back as Superman. So sad. This was less than two months after we got an official confirmation from him on social media that he was coming back. Yeah. Uh, He had a teaser end credit in Black Adam Mm -hmm. where he was 
where he popped up telling Black Adam, we need to talk. Mm -hmm. And that was very exciting for people. Yes. We all got that. People wanted him back. We got him back. And then we lost Henry Cavill's as Superman twice. Yeah. And we lost him as The Witcher, which is a separate issue, but it hurts the same. If you count the Snyder cut, (laughs) you could argue he was lost as Superman three times. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Interesting that you bring up The Witcher. Mm -hmm. So he also will not be returning to The Witcher. Yeah. But like... Jenkins having another job mm-hmm. lined up. He has uh, announced recently that he will be starring and producing in a live action adaptation of Warhammer 40,000 for mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. Yeah, I saw that. He's really into that game. Yeah, so he's like, I'm jealous of this man. Yeah. He's <laughs> the biggest nerd. He's like the biggest nerd and he's one like of the most gorgeous the biggest men alive. <laughs> like how? Jock and nerds of all time. <laughs> yeah. He's a walking contradiction. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. (laughs) So he will be doing that. I mean, sure, it's going to be years away to actually see this. Yeah. um, But it made me laugh, the idea that he's not going to be in The Witcher. And I was like, who are they going to cast for Superman? And Mm -hmm. I was like, watch. They're going to cast Liam Liam Hemsworth Hemsworth as Superman. No. (laughs) Oh, that would be really funny. But I don't know. I don't think so. Yes. I don't think it's off the table. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. So, James Gunn confirmed the news saying that they were going to reboot the DCU uh, with Superman being the lead. Mm -hmm. And that was their top priority. He did respond to the whole Wonder Woman stuff. He had said uh, some of it was true. Some of it was half true. Some of it's not true. And some of it we haven't decided yet whether it's true or not. Okay. So every possible option. It's like, basically he should have just said, we're not telling you. Yeah. It's none of your business. Yeah. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah. He went on to say, we know we are not going to make every single person happy every step of the way, but we can promise everything we do is is done for the service of the story and in the service of the DC characters we know you cherish and we have cherished our whole lives. In a later uh, Twitter post, he said, Peter and I have a DC slate ready to go, which we c- we couldn't be more over the moon about. We'll be able to share some exciting information about our first projects as at the beginning of the new year. Among those on the slate is Superman. In the initial stages, our story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life, so the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. So James Gunn has confirmed that he is he's out. Well, uh, as as their Superman going he's forward. He's confirmed that he's out as the story of the younger Superman. Okay, yeah, I see. I, I think I, I know where you're going with this. Yeah. And I have this thought too, but yeah. uh, we'll see. We'll, yeah. I, we'll talk about this in a bit. Yeah. So he will be writing it from, he, he kind of answered questions in like the comments and stuff. He said he will be writing it. They do not know who's directing yet, uh, which I guess means he could. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he's like the creative lead for like the whole universe. Like maybe he's not going to be doing the directing at all on anything. Right. I don't know how that's going to work. That'd be like Feige directing a movie, right? Yeah. But somebody asked on Twitter if this was going to be another origin story. And he said, no, it will not be an origin story. Okay. So thank God. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't need, we don't need to know how he exists. Just let yeah. us know he exists yeah. and that he's already fucking Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Just make it like he's young and fucking up still. Yeah. You know? That's all we need. Yeah. 
All right. But not too young. I don't uh, want like high school age Superman. Nobody cares. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, well, I'm assuming it'll be like him early days of the Daily Planet. That's what I'm hoping. Is that what it was? The Daily Planet? Daily. No, the Beagles Beagle? is Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. Yeah, it's Daily Planet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I assume it'll just be like the early days of him as Superman. Which is fine. I'd be like, okay he's with already that. cemented as a character. Yeah. The identity. Mm-hmm. And it'll just be like him learning in the early years, I mm-hmm. guess. That's what I would expect. Learning how to use uh, glasses yeah. as a So disguise. Gunn had said, uh, but we had a great meeting with Henry and we are big fans and we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. He did actually at some point before all of this happened with the Henry Cavill leaving and, and Wonder Woman 3 getting dropped off the, the DC slate. He did post a picture of Kingdom Come, which is a storyline with multiple uh, like characters from different universes. And Superman is like one of them. Interesting. And they, an older Superman. So yeah, I think I'd see where you're going with that. Yeah. I don't know. To me, this is like this is a real shit show for like this at least the PR side of everything for WB yeah. for DC. It just feels like you look like you don't know what you're doing at this point. Yeah, and I get that it's because James Gunn was hired after mm-hmm. they probably brought Henry Cavill back, and then mm-hmm. they realized that they couldn't do what they really wanted to do creatively yeah. with the limitations of the current DC universe. Mm-hmm. Um. It just kind of sucks because it's like, you dangle that, right? Yeah. All I could think of is that, I don't know, it was like a Geico commercial where the guy's at like a fishing reel with a dollar on it. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you almost got it. You almost got it. And he's like dangling a dollar and just jerking it away. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that was it. It was like Henry Cavill back as Superman. It's yeah. Just, it sucks. It's terrible. Yeah. So let's talk about your idea. Tell me what your idea is about the well, wording of that. Okay, so quote. not not being entirely familiar with Kingdom Come, I just thought because of the possibilities of all comic universes where they have the po- like the uh, mm-hmm. option of multiple universes or whatever, like we've seen mm-hmm. in the Arrowverse on like the CW shows yeah. where you can have multiples of the same character in the same episode from different timelines or different yeah. whatever time travel, who the fuck knows. So I feel like maybe they're going to do a new set of people for whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. And then later down the line, they'll bring in the people that used to play them and have this crossover thing so that they can have both. So like the DCEU is its own multiverse yes. timeline. Yes. And it will interact at some point later With on. With the new DCU. So, no Way Home. They're yes. going to No Way Home DC, you think? That's, at some point. I don't know. You think that that's the intent? That's the plan? Is I don't to, know. To it, like kind of put them in the fridge for like... <laughs> A decade, yeah, and then bring them all back to fucking I do mean, some big event. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. I think it would be a little cheap to literally copy Marvel, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it past them, honestly. <sighs> so I'm torn with that idea, and I kind of was thinking that was probably what they would do too, um, because the way it seems they're going about this is a complete reboot. So with that. I feel like that means you can't pick and choose who stays and who goes. Yeah. So here's the issue. Uh, We know Dwayne Johnson is out, at least for now. Mm -hmm. He said uh, on social media that he will not, that Black Adam will not be in 
their first chapter of storytelling. See, that's another... DC and Seven Bucks have agreed to continue exploring the most valuable ways Black Adam can be utilized in future DC multiverse chapters. Um, but at this moment, he's saying he is not going to be a part of the new DCU. Right. But that's um, another example of how it seems like multiple different places are referencing yes. in the future mm-hmm. and multiverses and whatever. Like, I feel like they could all come back just as a yeah. different universe. And so to go to like the end credit of Black Adam, they yeah. kind of couldn't really use him theoretically because then it would make no sense where Henry Cavill Superman goes, we need to talk. And, and then you never see Henry Cavill. Right. But then Black Adam is there. Uh, you know Dwayne Johnson yeah. it's like what it's yeah. obviously actors change and roles mm-hmm. but like the implication of like in like the way people know through the news that like he just was replaced is right. like it changes the I think the tone of that all that yeah I don't want to get too much into it there was some weird shit going on too where there was like reports that Dwayne Johnson supposedly manipulated or or his production company manipulated the data mm. uh of how successful Black Adam was to the press. And it was false. Okay. Because they were like taking into account like potential uh, of movie sales and home viewing sales and just, okay. I don't know. Like, I don't know. So people are like, oh, this is fraud. I don't know what what's going on with that. But that was like a thing that's been in the headlines. Um, and then there was news that he reportedly declined to shoot a cameo for Black Adam for Shazam! Fear of the Gods, the new movie coming out, Hmm. I think, next year. Interesting. Someone posted this news, but they said that he said that he was only going to play in the big leagues or something. But I'm pretty confident that was fake. That was something that he put into his tweet for, like, attention. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like he actually said that. Right. There's a comment later on where he was like, pretty much sounded like he was like admitting that he just faked yeah. the second half t- yeah. to, to make it sound better. It. <laughs> yeah. But like, I could see that happening, right? Where it did feel like Dwayne Johnson wanted to make the DC kind of his, like he wanted to be the center of it. It felt like was his, his goal. Yeah. But as we know, now he's not going to be returning at least for the first chapters of the storytelling. I guess what they could do is... You know, like you said, if they had Henry Cavill come back, they could theoretically then use that end credit scene where he says, we need to talk. And that could be a reference to like a big event later on mm-hmm. where like that's like a time jump, maybe that time that that end credit could be like 10 years from now. Right. Right. You know, something mm-hmm. like that or yeah. I don't know, just something, I guess in the context, because it couldn't because it was like right after the events of that movie. But yeah, but remember the events of that movie were kind of weird. Did they say the timeline of like I don't, what year it was and all that? I don't, I don't know if that. But a lot of time really had passed. I feel so that's an option. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Do you need me to tell you where you were at? Yeah, you were talking about the potential of the the fucking thing where they could uh, it could be a jump in time. We were talking about the timeline of Black Adam. So, I mean, they they could manipulate that, that end credit to still use it if they really needed to somehow in the future. But, like... Yeah. Again, if the idea is you're doing a reboot altogether, it doesn't make sense that you would do anything like that. True. They're in a weird position, right? Because they have four movies, I think four, that have not released yet, right? Mm-hmm. That are all, you know, The Flash is in, it's yeah. in hell <laughs> with what's going on there. You know, I mean, and that's the question. So, Ezra Miller, is he out... 
is John Cena out as Peacemaker? Because right. that's technically James Gunn. Is he going to keep right. his people? Is he going to just get rid of the ones that he didn't do? You know, like... He's got to keep him. So, like... Because his wife's in that show. So here... and that, Exactly, right? <laughs> is she going to be the next Wonder Woman? Like, who's she going to be? No. Supergirl? No. Like, she's going to be somebody, already... right? Let's be honest. She's going to be somebody. Yeah, I guess that's true. Not saying that she's not a good actress, but yeah. she's going to be somebody, right? Yeah. All right. So we have March 17th of next year, Shazam! Fury of the Gods comes out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And apparently we know that Dwayne Johnson will not be in that. Mm-hmm. So that's... We don't need to expect anything tied to him there. Unless the plot twist is he didn't want to do a cameo. He had to do like a whole... Yeah, like, he wanted... He, 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 he is wanted to be the star. Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> He just kills Shazam in the first five minutes. And, and then he's he like, my movie. The new yeah. Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The Flash movie is in June on the 23rd. We have reports coming out that Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot have both been removed from their cameos of that film. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I think there's been some debate whether or not Gal Gadot has been removed, but we, we know Henry Cavill has been. Right. Because, I mean, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, for Gal Gadot... She actually, I guess, recently, the reports are that she's back as Giselle Hashar, Yashar, in Fast 10, for a character from the early Fast and the Furious movies. Okay. Which I would assume is because she's not doing Wonder Woman 3 now. Yeah. That's according to the direct. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. So Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom comes out December 25th next year. So that's literally a year away. Over a year away still. Yeah. And that's theoretically not a part of the DCU, right? Because yeah. if they're going to start fresh, they got to start like completely over. Yeah. There are rumors that um, Ben Affleck has also not, will not show up in that film. He was supposed to be a cameo. Mm. Uh, there was like an announcement. Remember Jason Momoa like on social media showed him back for mm-hmm. part of the movie a while back. Yeah. Um, so there's reports that he's not going to be in that movie now. Uh, there's reports that he's talked with James Gunn about doing some kind of directing for a DCU movie. Okay. Ben Affleck, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a really good director. Yes. And presumably he's not Batman. Yeah. Uh, but there, there's rumors that Jason Momoa will still be a part of DCU, but not as Aquaman. He would potentially be Lobo, which is a villain or I guess an anti-hero, depending on mm-hmm. when you're talking. Uh, yeah. He's tied to Superman, which would make a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah, I had to look him up, and that totally tracks. And then last we have, I guess, Blue Beetle, which I guess actually comes out before Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So Blue Beetle is set to come out August 18th. And that was, if you remember, going to be an HBO Max mm-hmm. uh, movie, and then it was shifted to theater. Yes. So I guess the question is... Is Blue Beetle in the new DCU or is it in the old DCEU? They could easily make it a new thing because yeah. it's, you know. Completely separate. They, they don't have anything that it's tied to yet. Right. They could easily make it its own start for the DCU. Forgive me for not remembering. We already know who's playing Blue Beetle. Um, I can't think of his name, but the, the actor from the Karate Kid show. What's the fuck it called? Oh. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. The, okay. Yeah, the the main lead of that show. The, he like he went, he got paralyzed for like yeah, yeah. half a day. Oh, okay. So yeah, that could work. <laughs> Spoilers. <day>. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's a younger actor. Mm-hmm. They could easily make it part of the new thing. Yeah, but I guess I, I, what I'm trying to get at is like they're in this weird situation because 
they have at least a year full of the old. Mm-hmm. And then we're supposed to care about these four movies. We're supposed to go spend money on these knowing yeah. that they don't matter. They don't matter, yeah. Supposedly. Because mm-hmm. if you're starting fresh, then these don't matter. Yeah, I'm also really confused how The Flash is still a thing. Like I know, right? <laughs> like after they, all that. They 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 threw Batwoman out. Was it Bat Batgirl? Oh shit. Was it Batgirl? Batwoman? It was Batgirl. Yes. They completed the whole movie. So And then they just decided they were gonna write it off as a tax. Like, thing. Let's just relight it on fire. Yeah. I just thought of something. <sighs> but the Flash movie they're gonna continue with. Okay. What if the reason they're not letting go of it is because he's the route into the new reboot? Because it's Flashpoint. Well, I, I mean, that's kind of the obvious assumption, right? Yeah. But, like, do you think they're going to do that or do you think they're just going to start fresh after? Like. They could do that. But yeah. that also then links it to the DCU. So then by that logic, why won't you have Man of Steel 2? Why won't you have Wonder Woman 3? Why won't you have. Because they don't want to do those, right? Those stories right now. And so that's why I see all these references to in the future, in the future, in the future. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're necessarily close. They're putting them on the shelf for now. But I guarantee, I feel like what they're doing with this is basically, because if Flash, if the Flash movie wasn't integral in their plans, Mm -hmm. there's no way they wouldn't have dropped it already with all the drama that surrounded it. Or it's just because it's so far in development that they just, they can't change anything at this point. But like you just said, Batgirl or whatever, they... Completely just lit it on fire. They didn't care. They completely filmed it, right? Yeah, but that's because it was deemed terrible or whatever it was, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's all about the discovery, buyout, merge, whatever the fuck you want to call it. That's what this is all about. It's about Mm -hmm. HBO losing a bunch of money. That's why if you go back to them dropping all those things from the service, it's because they don't want to pay for it to be on the service. Mm -hmm. Uh they want to make money off of other services having it. So it's yeah. just like they're trying to farm money, mm-hmm. it sounds like, mm-hmm. uh, by getting rid of things and changing things up. Yeah. So are any of these things going to be on the HBO Max after a certain point then? That's another question I have, you know? Yeah. As far as the Batman and Joker, there's th- those both have sequels coming out at some point. Mm-hmm. Are those going to be a part of the DCU? Are those still going to be considered world storylines that are not content- connected to anything. James Gunn, I think, has said that he wasn't including those or that it was false when someone said that they were. Let me see if I can find it. Sorry. Uh, so Variety reported that uh, a source close to the DC Universe said Gunn is exploring the Batman and Joker being added to the, the new DCU. Uh, he responded on uh, social media saying... He was denying it on Twitter, basically saying it was entirely untrue. Yeah. So, you know, we don't know. He could be saying that to, you know, not reveal that now, or it could be. Yeah. So how many, how long do you think it is until somebody starts like trying to sue people for saying, well, they said they weren't going to be in this movie. Oh my God. <laughs> Every single That's Marvel actor would point. be fucked. Is that false advertising? If you represent the production of a movie or a show? And you lie about something to save. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. But. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just seems like this is really fucking complicated now. Like, yeah. so we have, I mean, it was already complicated with those two things. They didn't exist within the universe, but they were like, you know, the most successful out of all of their stuff so far. Yeah. Lately. So it's still not going to exist in the universe, but it will still be produced. 
they're going to reboot everything else, it sounds like. But, like, they could keep other characters. Like, I just, I don't understand. So, like, to me, it's like, if you're going to completely reboot, then completely reboot. Even even having uh, Jason Momoa come back as a different character, I feel like, no. I think he would be a great Lobo. But, like, yeah. to me, it's like, that defeats the whole fucking point. Well, I mean, but look at Marvel. They did that with Chris Evans. I know, but I, it's the principle for me, I guess, for, like what they're doing where they're saying like we want a fresh start to tell these stories right mm-hmm. when they have an easy out with the flash point yeah storyline that they're yeah. potentially doing so i guess what i'm saying is why are you removing henry cavill with his cameo from the flash if that's true yeah if it's going to count as a alternate multiverse you get what i'm saying mm-hmm why are you making these cuts? Why are you changing things if it doesn't technically matter for what you're going to change for the future of the DCU? If you're rebooting everything, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So why are they cutting them? It, it makes me think that they're just trying to like cut ties completely with certain characters. Yeah, that's a good like, question. Like, you know, we brought up John Cena. It, let's be honest. Is he really cut? Maybe he's just going to be invisible. I mean, season two is confirmed, right? For like next year, I think. Maybe the year after. Yeah, I think so. So, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Are those characters going to be completely rebooted too? Like, Harley Quinn. Are we going to have a new Harley Quinn? I know James Gunn has said he wants to work with Margot Robbie on a Harley Quinn movie at some point. Mm -hmm. It just seems like it's going to be annoying to me if we see certain characters kept and others booted. Mm -hmm. But then they're calling it a complete fresh start. Because you could have just done Superman with Henry Cavill and rebooted the character. Right. Yeah. Just like you're going to poten- potentially do with other characters. Yeah, that's true. Because it couldn't be more complicated than what you're doing already. Yeah. Or what DC has already done. Yeah. So, like, by that logic, if they want to completely restart and do new characters, and then 10 years later they bring those characters back, mm-hmm. I'm going to be kind of annoyed by that because it's like... I feel like it's more of like a dangling what could have been over fans rather than just like, you know what I mean? Does yeah. that make sense? I get what you're saying. It doesn't bother me, but. I know, but like it bothers me. I can tell that it bothers you. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've talked about this a lot longer than a quick overview. <laughs> well, the overview was the stuff that was brought up. Okay. Our okay. opinions and stuff was okay. important. Yeah, I know. I just. It wow. was. I just thought it was interesting that you were like, oh, we're going to just quickly glaze over because this. Because I had like a billion quotes <laughs> yeah. from everybody. <laughs> yeah. And that alone would have taken forever. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. Could have double the time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, okay. I will end this off with, since you want to move on, I will end this off with... <laughs> So there is a person on Twitter, My Time to Shine, mm-hmm. who is known for doing scoops on like Marvel and DC stuff and, you know, just movies in general in the industry. Yeah. Things that are insider knowledge. Um, according to her, Henry Cavill is done. Ben Affleck is done. Gal Gadot is done. Ezra Miller is done. Ray Fisher is done. Zachary Levi is done. Although he recently said on Twitter that... It's Gucci, according to him, as far as his relationship with DC. I don't know what that means. That means it's all good. Okay. That's like... Because I saw saw House of Gucci, and (laughs) that did not... That was not all good for people. He's getting murdered. Yeah, he's getting murdered. (laughs) Or counterfeits of him are being made. You know, one or the other. He was murdered, it seems. Yeah. (laughs) Gucci's like the new... 
kid way to say it's all good. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think they need to reboot him too, but it does. I don't know. Because he would be tied to the old ones as well. So, uh, Jason Momoa supposedly getting the Lobo treatment, if that's true. James Gunn's wife is staying. I don't know her name. I apologize. <laughs> I mean... I know her last name's Holland, but I don't know her first name. Jennifer Holland? Is it Jennifer? Well, I guess her last name's Gunn, technically. Yeah. If she's married now. Yeah, it's Jennifer Holland. Jennifer Holland, okay. Yeah. I enjoy her. Yeah. But technically she's tied to the old stuff, so mm-hmm. again, yeah. a little bit of nepotism here if we see characters that were tied to James Gunn and, and Peter Safran, right? So, I mean, technically he produced Shazam. Oh, so, okay. I mean, I guess if we see Shazam... Sticking around, we know why, right? Yeah. And according to My Time to Shine, the Suicide Squad, or at least what's left of it, is staying around. So basically, it sounds like these are just like the people close to Gunn from Mm -hmm. his previous work will stick around, but everybody else is gone. Yeah. Theoretically. Whether that be their decision or WB's. Yeah, that makes sense. Just doesn't sound right. Sorry. We'll see. I'm looking forward to the universe, though. I think it'll be nice to have some cohesive storytelling that yeah. actually pays off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see what he can do with it. Even though it's really sad to see yeah. Mary Cavill go. I mean... Nice to watch him walk away. Feige. Give the man a call. Yeah. Give him a fucking roll. A nice little slap to the face of DC. Yeah. Give him a fucking legit character and let him fucking destroy it, you know? Mm-hmm. Fucking just kill that character. Yeah. And and make them regret losing him. Yeah. He's arguably a big name at this point, yeah, right? Like very so big like name. it's surprising they wouldn't want him. Yeah. At least I feel like it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Alright. Let's move on. You're tired of listening to me. Alright. Um there's a couple trailers I wanted to talk about. We saw a new reveal, they call it a teaser, it's a fucking trailer for yeah. Transformers Rise of the Beast. Or Beasts, I don't know. It might be plural. I would imagine it's plural, but this is a sequel to Bumblebee, but it will be a prequel to the Transformers movie from 2007, which is the Bayformer stuff, which makes this kind of weird and confusing because, again, that universe they were were supposedly rebooting, but then it's now kind of implied it's a part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll see what happens there. We got a lot, I feel like, in this trailer. There's a A lot lot of characters we saw. I think there's even more we didn't see, uh, but we got... Introduced to Maximals, which are the Beast War characters that are like the Autobots of the Beast Wars animated show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Optimal, Optimus Primal, uh, where he says there is a darkness coming. We see Cheetor. And then just, since not everybody is like huge fans, he's the one that looks like a gorilla. Yes. Yeah. He's, sorry. <laughs> Wait, I mean, if you guys don't know, <laughs> stop listening. Sorry, yes. So Optimus Primal, he's the gorilla guy that we see Optimus Prime talk to. Go figure (laughs) why their names are very similar. Yeah. Uh, Cheetor, we see running around next to uh, Bumblebee at -hmm. some point in the trailer. Rhinox, we see screaming with his robo tongue. Yeah. Air Razor, we see flying by a bridge blowing it up. Yeah. And that character is basically kind of a bird hawk, I think it was. Rhinox like, was a rhino, mm-hmm. if that wasn't clear. Yeah. And Cheetor was a cheetah. Yeah. 
Those ones are a little more obvious. Okay. I was just I realized I, I kind of breezed over them as well. Uh, I was yeah. like, I better go back. I wasn't super concerned about them. It was just Optimus Primal. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a, like a good amount of these characters for the Maximals from the uh, the show. Mm-hmm. Autobots, we know Optimus Prime is back. We saw him. Bit of a downgrade with his look compared to what we saw in Bumblebee, unfortunately. But I assume that's budgetary reasons because of how many characters they have. We see Bumblebee with the Camaro look from the Bayformer films. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's one that's really confusing to me, though, for the Autobots. So they brought Mirage back from, I, was it the third movie he was in? It was like some kind of fancy car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rich person car. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they had Mirage in that movie. Mm-hmm. I think it was Dark of the Moon. Mm-hmm. But I think he had a different name. I don't think that he went by Mirage. Mm. Okay. But in this movie... He has Jazz's paint job in car form from and like he's the a Porsche. Team. So it's very confusing why you didn't go with Jazz. That this is a prequel to the first Transformers where Jazz was in that in movie. It. Yeah. So it just seems like why wouldn't you have just done that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just seems weird. They even gave him this hologram thing that uh, like made copies of that other another character did. It wasn't even Jazz or yeah <laughs> or Mirage or Mirage. Um. We saw RC. Mm-hmm. She's a motorcycle in this, though, not a... Uh, Thunderbird or whatever the fuck it was. She's like a like a convertible of some form, yeah. usually. Yeah. Um, and that, like, animated thing. She was like an old 1950s Thunderbird-looking thing. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, she's a motorcycle, which kind of, like, ties into, like, the other movies with the Bayformers where the, the female Autobots were all motorcycles. Mm-hmm. I guess that's their theme. Yeah. They like to have two wheels. Yeah. Uh, Wheeljack supposedly is going to be in this, and I think we see him as the Volkswagen van mm-hmm. that RC is holding on to in this trailer. Yeah. We don't see him as a, a robot form, but yeah. I'm suspecting that's him based off what we're seeing with the toy line. Right. Terracons are being introduced. This is weird to me because these are not Predacons, which were the antagonists of Beast Wars against the Maximals. Mm-hmm. These are a new that I don't think I'm not sure they even exist in any canon as far as I'm aware but they're using Scourge was a character from the movie mm-hmm. who worked for uh, Galvatron he was created from parts from another Decepticon that were destroyed and he was created as basically a servant to Galvatron who was a servant to Ultra uh, not Ultron uh, <laughs> Unicron <laughs> crossover <laughs> Ultron, oh my god unicron yeah too many u's in the robot world yeah so i thought that was interesting that they're using that character for a branch of characters that or like a faction i guess like i i'm not familiar with mm-hmm. it looks like this character is going to be just like a very megatron-esque looking character mm-hmm. he's a big diesel truck it looks like um looks like the logos from different, like the Autobots, the Decepticons, some other ones. It looks like maybe he like kills any faction of any character yeah. and keeps them as trophies. As trophies, yeah. To kind of make them like more hardcore, I guess. Uh, his head kind of looks like Blackout to me, though, mm-hmm. from the helicopter from the first movie. And then I think later on they called him Grinder in a different movie because he fucked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah. Uh, we see Battle Trap, which is like a tow truck, another Terracon, and then Nightbird, which is like some kind of racing car. Yeah. Um, Not to be confused with Daybird. Yeah. Uh... 
That's the fire of the nightbird. Yeah. <laughs> so we already have a lot of characters here, but I'm I'm kind of surprised we didn't see anything about Predacons. We didn't see anything about Decepticons. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know Megatron wouldn't be in this because he's theoretically frozen at the military base or whatever. Spoilers if you haven't seen the first Transformers movie. Yeah. From 2007. <laughs> yeah. But it is possible that these characters could be in the movie still mm-hmm. from these factions. Yeah. Uh, as far as Maximals go, we don't have Rat Trap, which was a kind of fan favorite. So I was surprised that we didn't see that character. Um, I'm hoping we see him in the movie, but I wouldn't be shocked if they're keeping him for like the next movie. If it's like they plan to keep the Beast War concept going. What was his like animal shape? A rat. Oh, Okay. His name is Rat Trap. Yeah. Well, I was thinking like an animal that would eat a rat. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's just like a lion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's where his I was mouth saying. is the trap. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I was wondering. No, but he's it's, it's just a rat. He's okay. a rat. That's an he's odd. like he was like the com- comedic relief character. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He was smaller than everybody else. I was gonna say like it doesn't really matter. He was the the sarcastic one. Who, okay. He kind of I guess he's kind of like. I guess Rocket would be the, the best personality okay. persona I could give you. Yeah, he's going to get that arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the trans metal arm. Yeah. <laughs> People who watch the show will know that reference. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, Predacons, we didn't um, see any, like I said, but there was some marketing school folder that was like scene and like mm-hmm. it's like leaked online that it's like it's an official product of the movie mm-hmm. um and on the front it shows optimus and on the back it shows this like ancient looking like relic kind of stone thing mm-hmm. and it has these like i guess aztec looking kind of symbols symbols i guess of like animals and stuff interesting so they show the autobot or they show the the maximals and they show predacons as far as predacons show they show a t-rex which would be megatron they show a pterodactyl, which would be pterosaur. They show a spider, which would be either black arachnia or tarantulas. I would assume black arachnia because she's more of a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we actually saw in the trailer, we saw a scorpion looking type thing in the background, which would be Scorpionock, which mm-hmm. we also kind of saw in the first Transformers movie. Yeah. Whether it's the same character, I don't know. But that's a, that's a scorpion, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and then Dinobot, we saw a raptor on that folder, which is essentially the star scream of the Dinobots. Or, I mean, of the, sorry, of the Beast Wars. Okay. So, but here's the thing that's weird about that. is His name is Dinobot. Dinobots are a faction of characters we've already seen in the Transformer movies. So, if he was going to be in this movie... Would we see him with the with the name Dinobot, or do you think they would change it? That's a good question. Just based on the fact that his name is Dinobot, I feel like they might change it to something more like like he's like obviously a huge fan favorite. Less I have generic. A, I have like the trans metal version of him, an action figure form somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting though, we don't think we saw anything about Waspinator. Mm. So I was waiting for you to do the voice. I'm going to. <laughs> It's going to. It's really going to suck if we see a movie with Beast Wars yeah. in it, and we don't get to hear Waspinator terrorizes. Yeah. Also, he was like pretty much the comedic relief for the Predacon side. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. So this movie, I mean, we didn't really talk about like what what we saw. It, I mean, the premise seems to be from the trailer at least, which I don't know we might have to sue depending on how it turns out. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll get the papers ready. It seems like the Maximals have existed longer than the Autobots, and know of a evil faction of Transformers worse than the Decepticons. Okay. Which are the Terracons. Okay. And so it sounds like they're going to have to, Autobots and Maximals work together to stop the Terracons based off the trailer. I hope that there's Predacons in there, but it is going to get weird if they have Megatron of the Predacons because it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's called Megatron, but he's a different character. Right. And like, technically I think, if I'm correct, I think if I remember right in the, in the show, Autobots... And Decepticons were ancestors of the Beast Wars characters. Okay. So they were, like, from a time before. So they evolved into the beasts based the, because they looked like to look like the creatures that were already on the Earth or something? Yes. Well, I think they were from time after, but they got time-traveled to prehistoric time. Oh, okay. Before, like, man existed on Earth. Okay. I'll have to go rewatch the show, but yeah. that's what I recall it being. Yeah, that's your homework for next yes, time. Yes, that's my yeah. homework. This is going to be a fun movie, I think. There's going to be so much fucking action with this one, mm-hmm. but I am kind of concerned that they're cramming way too much into one movie. I, I would have liked to have seen Beast Wars be its own thing, mm-hmm. and then you could tie it in somehow later on. It just seems weird that you're going to see Optimus Prime and Optimus Primal on the screen together so soon. Yeah. But I'm excited for it. Yeah, it looks entertaining. I don't know nearly as much about it as you do, pretty obviously. Um, well, but it looks entertaining. I guess you have homework too then, don't you? I guess so. I have to watch all of the Transformers. There's only three seasons. <laughs> I don't know how many episodes, but it was back when they got like were like 58 really, episodes Yeah, it was like each. when the like, seasons were like really long. Yeah. So. Yeah, there probably is like 20 or something. Yeah. Anyways, I, I'm... I'm optimistic about this, but I am hesitant that they're going to cram way too much into one movie. Well. Especially one that's like set before all the events of the other movies. So it's like, then this has to make sense in context to those now, right? Yeah. And they have the whole Unicron teaser from the last night movie. Mm -hmm. So like, how's that going to tie in? It's just like, it's a whole thing. All right. A couple more trailers. We're talking about dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Let's continue that conversation. Yeah. 65 is a trailer that was released recently uh, from the writers of, the, of A Quiet Place. It's starring Adam Driver. and Seemingly, he crash lands on a planet from space, and then it turns up to be Earth, it looks like, with uh, dinosaurs. So I guess he time-traveled backwards. Well. That's how I took it. Oh. Is that what you... Oh. I mean, I thought he just found another planet that had dinosaurs on it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. But you added that whole time travel aspect. Now I'm interested to see what happens. <laughs> That's what I took from it was he somehow like went through like a black hole or something and ended oh. up like in prehistoric Earth. I guess. It's... Much like the Peace Wars stuff. Yeah. But um, maybe I'm wrong. I, I just got that because he, he was traveling and there was other people that were like preserved or whatever they were traveling with. There's like one girl that he's, he he's found like one, one survivor, survivor from like with the escape pods or whatever yeah, from the yeah. ship. And then he, he, he said something into like a recorder or whatever that was like 
something about landing on an uncharted celestial body. Mm-hmm. And so either he doesn't have, it's not charted because he traveled back in time and it looks completely different. Mm-hmm. Or in my, what I thought, because I didn't think very hard about it, it was like, oh, this is a different planet that just happens to have dinosaurs. <laughs> I, I took it as his ship crashed. It's not functioning anymore. So he has no way of knowing. He can't use any of the equipment. Mm-hmm. All he has is his gun and his, like, whatever survival tools. But, like, he doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have the internet or any way of communicating with anybody or, or mm-hmm. looking anything up. So, like, yeah. he probably doesn't know where he is. He yeah. doesn't have the data to say you're in this solar system or whatever. Right. That's fair. I, yeah, I didn't even go there at all. But that's an I interesting mean, concept. But that's, that's, that's interesting that we both had different perspectives of what that <laughs> yeah. was. So That's an example of why... You can't sue people over their trailer. <laughs> right? Because you have, like, you could see something differently than somebody else could. Yep. I guess you have to prove that it's, like, majority would agree. Yeah. Either way, uh, initially I thought it was just going to be, like, an alien movie. Yeah. And that's and what I was I going saw for. the dinosaurs and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And then it hit me, like, oh, 65 million years ago. Yeah. And then, of course, at the end, by the end of the trailer, they show that. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good movie, but I am kind of like the dinosaurs look a little weird. And I don't know if that's because they want them to look different than what we've seen with like, you know, Jurassic Park and stuff like that. Yeah. Or if it's also just like, like you said, maybe these are a different, this is a different planet. And so maybe they are a different type of dinosaur looking thing. Mm -hmm. But also going back to like our conversation where like, I kind of wish they didn't show that they were dinosaurs. Yeah. And I kind of want, I thought it would have been funny to like think that they were some kind of creature from like another planet and then the reveal in the movie is yes, that they that this would have is been Earth, a perfect they are dinosaurs or something like that. That would have been a really fun reveal that it was just dinosaurs mm-hmm. instead of aliens. <laughs> Although I guess that could upset somebody because like, well, I didn't want to see dinosaurs. I want to see aliens. I want to see space dragons. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. I think it'll be a fun ride. Yeah, me too. Um, we got a, what they're calling it, I guess, I heard it called a trailer, but it's not true. A teaser, at most, for Barbie. Got a few, basically, like, quick little clips of different characters. Uh, pretty much all I got out of it was that Ken looks ridiculous. So, uh... I mean, I didn't know anything about Barbie, surprisingly. That's so weird. So, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So, I... she's, she's blonde and attractive. Okay, so that's Barbie. Yeah. I love the idea that they have, that, or they're like telling a story about how little girls just played with baby dolls forever mm-hmm. until well, suddenly Barbie was a Well, you noticed that was a, a um, playoff of 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The way that sense. it kind of was filmed. Yeah. With like the apes and right, evolving right. and, yeah. And then the outfit that she had on was a very, like, uh, characteristic Barbie from like the 50s, I think, or whatever. Like one of the early mm. Barbies. It's a very... Vintage. See, I didn't even know that was considered a Barbie. I, was like, a I thought they were just Barbie. going for like, that's what dolls were until Barbie came around. No, that was the original. I think might have been the original Barbie, but that outfit okay. with the swimsuit and like the curly bangs. It was like, a, it was a very well-known image of a Barbie for okay. people who had Barbies. Which it's un- not re- not unreasonable that you didn't have Barbies. So, I don't know. The rest of the characters looked kind of weird and I didn't really like recognize a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So... Cool. I, I, guess. I guess I don't understand what this is. So are they supposed to be toys? Are they just supposed to be real people? I don't know. 
like I kind of was like expecting them to have some kind of like a plasticky coat to them, mm-hmm. some kind of cool CGI effect to like yeah. make them actually toys. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the world around them looks like it's very toy like. It's like the Barbie Mansion or whatever the hell Malibu, whatever Barbie Malibu the Mal- house Malibu Barbie Dream House. Yeah, yes. I don't know whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, the car she has, stuff like mm-hmm. that. I didn't realize Simu Liu was in this movie. Yeah, I didn't I don't either. know how big of a role he has, but they, they showed him in this. Yeah, I didn't realize he was either until this Is either. this a musical, by the way? Because it felt it like it's going to be a musical. It definitely feels like it's going to be a musical. Okay. But we'll see. I feel like I didn't learn anything about the movie from the season, from the teaser. It was really quick. and Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it didn't get me to want to see this movie, but it definitely had me asking questions. I already know that I want to check the movie out, but like... How excited I get whether I want to like go see it in theaters versus wait for it to come out like mm. that. I'm not sure. I'm not there yet. We'll have to see if our niece even cares about Barbie, and then That's... we could like use that as an excuse, I yeah. guess, to see yeah. what this is about. That's true. If That's we need true. to. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh. Last trailer we have for this week: Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We got a trailer drop for this. Um. We've been. Seeing a lot of snippets in the news that like uh, a bunch of different types of Spider-Man characters may be showing up. I, you know, there's new, there's there's rumors that Tom Holland's going to show up in this as a, a version of Spider-Man. We're going to see other two versions from the, the live-action films, but um, I don't know how true that is. If we did, we might not see their face. We might just see them in their costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we saw a shit ton of Spider-Man in this, right? So Miles. Seems to go through some kind of portal to another universe hub of yeah. Spider-Man characters, right? Mm-hmm. And there was like hundreds of them, it felt like. Yeah. Gwen Stacy's Spider-Gwen? I was going for Ghost for some reason. Spider-Ghost? Yeah, yeah. Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Yes. I don't know why that was so hard for me to remember. So, you know, we see her. They're obviously a lot older than they were in the first movie. Yeah. Some time has passed. Uh, We do know that the spot is the villain of this film from what we've heard in the news. Mm -hmm. But this trailer was interesting because it kind of felt like the way I interpreted it at least. And maybe this is a 65 situation all over again. Yeah. The way I interpreted it was Spider-Man 2099 was a villain. Like, he was evil and was kind of, like, controlling all the other Spider-Men. Not, like, against their will, but just kind of, like, manipulating them to doing stuff for him. Because there's a point in the trailer where Gwen says, we're supposed to be the heroes or the good guys or something. And then you see all of these Spider-Man characters, like, chasing Miles. Yeah. And it just seems like the Spider-Man 2099 is the lead spider-man if you will the one charge mm-hmm. and it seems like he's got some kind of a he's suspicious to me yeah you want to know where the rest of him is yeah okay so maybe he's the spot in disguise i don't know maybe but it seems weird if that's the really what's happening that they would do this because it's like well do you really want to have the spider-man characters look like they're bad like i don't it's very confusing we know that, um, it, I think they announced recently that they were going to have Spectacular Spider-Man, the animated character, okay. pop up in this. I think he's on like the poster for the for the film. He's a big deal for people that liked that show. It was like, I think, one season or two seasons, and it was canceled. Gotcha. I think Sony was behind that one. Um, yeah, I didn't really catch a lot related to the plot, but this looked like it was basically kind of felt like more of the same. Yeah, you thought like- maybe it was like... Spider-Man on, like, a different planet? <laughs> no. 
Obviously, I could tell there was some kind of like inter Spider Verse hub situation that he's in. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, like the whole thing where like his mom's talking to him, but like the mm-hmm. entire trailer, I'm like, I don't really understand what this has to do with anything. Maybe I just like didn't get it. But I think I'm just supposed to show their relationship and like yeah. where he comes from and all that stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe there's some. Maybe something happens to her. Usually does. Maybe she's gonna get the. The Uncle Ben effect. Yeah, maybe. Gonna get the mommy murder. <laughs> it's aggressive. Oh. I didn't do it. <laughs> Wasn't me. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm excited for this one. The art looks great. I know they're gonna have different mm-hmm. art styles for all the different universes, from what I understand. So it'll be interesting to see how they do that. Yeah. Um, I'm a little concerned that there's gonna be too many Spider-Man characters. And I mm-hmm. get that it's a Spider-Verse movie, but, like, too much can be bad. Yeah. Um. Especially if, like, that means we're going to see, like, a lot of characters that we're not going to really get much time with. It's just going to be, like, they're just kind of background characters. And yeah. It'll be interesting how they kind of balance out all these characters and who's going to get the the attention as far as being in the story itself. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some of our reviews. So here's how our rating system works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it... We're DTF. DTF. It's pretty fucking good. That was a good one for the holidays. It yeah. was a holiday good one. It was yeah. a holiday good one. Agreed. For sure. Okay. So, first up, Wednesday. Yes. We watched the entire series finally. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't really hell or this isn't really Christmas themed, but yeah. Um, yeah, this dropped on Netflix November twenty third. It was created by Alfred Goh and Miles Miller. It's eight episodes between 45 minutes to an hour long, and it's starring Jenna Ortega, Gwendolyn Christie, and Christina Ricci, mm-hmm. known for playing Wednesday Adams. Yeah, that was a yeah. fun little uh, yeah. casting that they did yes. for the character. Uh, it follows Wednesday Adams' years as a student when she attempts to master her emerging psychic ability for and solve the mystery that em- embroiled her parents. So apparently this like hit a record for Netflix for like most views... In like the first week or something. Yeah. 341.2 million. Which is... Hours hours viewed. That's crazy. Sounds like a lot. So it beat out Stranger Things, which had 335.1 million. Okay. So... Or no, so this has the the, the record for it. So it's not second, it's first. Okay. Yeah. I thought I read it was second for something. I don't know what that was then, but... No, this did really well. Um, mm-hmm. The best way I could describe this show is I feel like it's Harry Potter meets, I mean, I guess Tim Burton, right? It's Yeah. I mean, Tim Burton, I think he directed the first couple episodes or something like that, at least the first one. Mm-hmm. I think he was a producer on it, if I'm correct. Yeah. I think that sounds right. I don't know. It just felt very Harry Potter to me. Like, they were going for, like, a Harry Potter... Uh, and then I guess also, what's that? And we oh, never the, watched the, it. The Wink Saga or whatever. Sabrina. Oh, so oh yeah, the yeah. Teenage Witch, but like the like the reboot thing that they did. Like maybe right. it was like maybe they were going for that meets Harry Potter. I don't know. Could be. It just that's the vibe I got. I guess school. It's very like magical. All these different like creature factions and and she's trying to solve a mystery. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
the difference is you have the character of Wednesday Adams rather than just some kind of like hapless fool. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be honest. When I first was like hearing about the show, I was like, this is going to be so fucking dumb. <laughs> this is going to be so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I did actually end up enjoying this show way more than I thought I would. Yeah. Um, it's It's got its... CW stuff. Moment. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. got its moments for a different age group. But yeah. like overall, I, I did like it. I think some of the characters were fun. Mm-hmm. I do think it was overly predictable, but early on, like within yeah. the first couple episodes, you know exactly who the killer is or whatever yeah. is supposed to be solved. And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, that sucks. But yeah, they try... Well, okay. They you try say, to make you. Uh, you say they that. They try to make you think that it's others. Yeah, that's true. They, <laughs> there was definitely a couple of times where we were back and talking back and forth about like who it was going to be. Obviously, you won. Yeah. In the end. Yeah. But. Because I'm better than you. Oh, okay. At least in this aspect. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and shout out to the, the San Jose Sharks. They were referenced in this. <laughs> yeah. Her roommate, the, the werewolf girl. Yeah, she's a Sharks she, fan. She's a Sharks fan, which I thought yeah. was odd. Yeah. Because it's like, wouldn't you be like one of the other teams in the NHL that's like more related to a werewolf? What, like the Coyotes? Okay, there's Coyotes, I guess. The <laughs> uh, Panthers. Okay, well that's no more related. The, the Florida Panthers. Yeah. And then... There's the Minnesota Wild. Those are like, a, aren't they like a wild cat though? I mean, I don't know what, they're like a bear, I think. I don't know. Oh, okay. they're, li- they're logo, I think Whatever. Like a bear. The point animal. is, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it was just like a random thing, I think. The point is, shut up. <laughs> I don't know that like her liking a specific hockey team was relevant in any way. It was just random. It's not relevant, but yeah. like I was just curious if it's like the actress is a Sharks fan, maybe, or, is it or like the, somebody someone involved. who wrote the episode is a Sharks fan. Yeah, like probably who chose to put the Sharks there? Do they think that oh Sharks eat things? Yeah, and werewolves eat things. Yeah, could be. I mean, snails eat things. Yeah, just so. not salt. Hopefully, for them. Maybe they do. Yeah, maybe they're suicidal. We don't know. Yeah. Or they weren't suicidal, but they didn't realize what they were doing. Yeah. And then they were bitter about it. Or were they salty? I mean, yeah. But salt is bitter. <laughs> it's not bitter, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, salt is known for being bitter. No, it's not. It's known for being salty. But salty is bitter. No. All right. <laughs> agree to disagree. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, I agree. There was definitely a good amount of, like, CW-type stuff going mm-hmm. on, because it's about teens, so of course there's yeah. going to be, like, a love triangle and whatever bullshit. Yeah. There always has to be one, and I wish there wasn't. Which is weird for this character, because it's, yeah. like, her whole thing is, like, she hates people. She hates emotions. Yeah. And people. But yeah. specifically emotions. So it is interesting, but I guess they're letting her, like puberty bleed through her deadpan mm. whatever the fuck yeah. her situation is about so and i really didn't even like realize going into this that it was really i know it's called wednesday i I figured she'd be the focus of the characters mm-hmm. but i didn't really translate it that the other family members weren't really going to be a big presence in the show yes and i also i guess it kind of works out because it kind of separates her from like and I guess any canon type stuff that, I don't know. It, but it's, I guess also it's a reboot. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. also, I guess my question for you is, so the world just knows about monsters. 
in this Apparently. one, right? It just it seems, seems like that way. So she at least, can or she can't be killed. At the very because like in like the movies and stuff, they were like essentially kill each other, but they never died. Yeah. Right. Uh, at least the town around the school is aware of monsters. Okay. That's my concern. Is I don't know if anybody else outside of the area knows about monsters. Yeah, or like whatever. the premise is like the first episode. She throws piranhas into the this, the school pool because yeah. uh, a couple of the kids bullied, bullied her, her brother. brother. Yeah. So she's not gonna get in trouble for like attempted murder. Yeah. It's just like it's very like. Well, she did. Th- well, she got expelled. She didn't yeah. go to like. Potentially prison for yeah. it. Yeah. Like, much different consequence yeah. than you think would have But I think, think it's because her parents paid it off or some shit, is what they referenced, I oh, thought. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't hear they that. They kind part. of, like, got her out of it. Okay. Yeah. With the expectation that she would never come anywhere near anyone gotcha. again. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, it's a fun show. I yeah. I think it's clever at, at times. I think they try a little too hard with the humor, but, like, it does work to an extent. Mm-hmm. Overall, it felt like they took the play that they did in one of the movies and they yeah. turned it into a full story. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting that you take something so like minimal and do something with it like that. Yeah. That's a good point. That's an interesting way to look at it. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I think it was a solid show. I enjoyed it. I'd give it a, a large slice. I will also give it a large slice. Or have a large slice of it. However, we should say that. Okay. Um, I think it was. Well, like the whole idea is like autopsy. So like I wouldn't probably have that large oh, slice. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I don't want to eat it. Yeah. I guess I'm just saying I will take Unless a large slice. Take a large slice out of it and then not eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think it was. Despite its little tween moments and mm-hmm. things, it was still a pretty well put together show, and it did. Um, reference and do pay homage to the other Wednesday yeah. iterations that there have been. I think the biggest part for me that took it away from being a dissect it is the dance scene in the show. Yeah. Because it was like her dance is so fucking insane yeah. and weird and yeah. uncomfortable. You know, to she watch. choreographed that herself. She did that herself? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Jenna Ortega, the actress, choreographed it herself. She watched a. It's funny if you. I'll show you the video. Uh, no, I'm good. No, no. I want. I'm. It's. In, I'm gonna explain why I said that because she studied the movements of Susie and the Banshees, who's mentioned in the show, mm-hmm. and also a lot of like goth kids in the '80s dancing at whatever. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of emulated that, and it, okay. it it totally makes sense. Well, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's terrible. I know you it's hate it. It's very uncomfortable to watch. I understand that you hate it, but it's um, not it's not completely unwarranted. No, I'm not saying. saying that like yeah. it didn't it didn't make sense as far yeah. as like the character doing it. I yeah. guess I hated it. Yeah. Um <laughs> What I hate about it is seeing all the fucking videos of other people doing it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it yeah. it spawned like the a whole bunch of the show part doesn't bother me. It's no, everyone no, else but doing it. It's now spawned a bunch of like people trying yeah. to be Wednesday now. Yeah. And you know that they get, a bunch of teen girls are like their personality for the next They're year now is going to be, be goth. goth girls. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, like, mom, I need to buy the, all black. That's the school's problem, not mine. Yeah, but yeah. I guess expect next Halloween to see a lot of Wednesday costumes yeah. as well. Yeah, I already have a Wednesday costume, but I guess I can never wear it again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you have a stupid dance to go with it? No, then you could. no. <laughs> that dress is too short for me now anyway, so. Yeah. It's from my early 20s. <laughs> 
Okay. Was it actually a Wednesday costume? It was a costume that I made into a Wednesday costume. Oh, okay. It was like a black dress. Yeah. And then I put like the white, I sewed a white collar onto yeah. it since it matched her. Just the only problem with doing that is then like you're limited to when you can wear it. I know. Only on Wednesdays? Yeah. Yeah. And then if it's also for Halloween, you, know, you can only wear it on a Wednesday that's a Halloween. I want to say that Halloween was on a Wednesday that year, but I don't know. I could pretty be making convenient, that up. Yeah. Pretty convenient story. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like you're making it up. Yeah. It was a really easy costume because you just have to wear like a resting bitch face the entire night. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Pigtails, resting bitch face, black dress, done. Okay. Yeah. Although now you have to do a stupid dance with it and I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. true. It's true. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. I think people should check it out on Netflix. Yes. It is definitely worth checking out. Okay. Next up, we watch Murderville Christmas Special, Who Killed Santa? <laughs> Uh, this is also on Netflix. It came out on the 15th. It's written by Krister Johnson. Uh, and it was just shy of like one hour. I think it was like 52 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's starring Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and Maya Rudolph. And Sean Hayes plays a little cameo. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. There's also somebody else, but I don't want to give them credit. So. Oh, okay. People will know when they see it, but I'm not giving him the motherfucking credit. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, fuck he, that does, guy. he doesn't need the help. He doesn't need it. Yeah. All right. Um, so the, the basic premise, if you haven't watched Murderville, it's like a show where they solve crimes with guest trainees. Yeah. Um, Will Arnett is Terry Seattle, who's like a detective or, yeah, a detective. And he always is trying to solve some kind of murder or crime. Mm-hmm. But well, murder. The- it's called Murderville. Okay, whatever. But my point is, he's he's solving the situation that's happened, and the guest stars don't have a script, mm-hmm. and they so have to the, figure what out what to say to. and know how to react. And so the yeah, mm-hmm. this one you could tell was a little bit more just fun for them because like a lot of people were breaking. There was yeah yeah, yeah. There, there was a lot of laughing, a lot of laughter, a lot of like ridiculous a lot of stuff you wouldn't see yeah. or you wouldn't expect to see. Yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, so this premise is Terry must solve the murder of Santa Claus during a city hall charity party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just so ridiculous that whole. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. how, how did you feel about okay. it? Okay, so obviously I I've always loved improv. Mm-hmm. I love all of the actors that were involved in this. I say actors mm-hmm. specifically, not the extra person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And so... Just to be clear, I'm not talking about Marshall Lynch. No. Because he's in oh, this as a cameo. Yes. And yeah. I don't want people to be like, oh, he's got a problem with Marshall Lynch. No. no, I do not. No, we don't. It's not him. Um, so, yeah. No, I love pretty much everything about this. And it was like, I listened to Smart List. I listened to their podcast. So, like, it was funny to see. Because they had referenced it on one of the recent episodes. Like, how they just did a recording for it. And they said some shit about it. And I didn't understand it. And mm. then I watched it. And I was like... Now I understand what the fuck gotcha. they were talking about. Now what gotcha. that joke was. Gotcha. So that was kind of fun. Um, the storyline was like perfectly ridiculous as it usually is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really. I like how they kind of like played it off like Die Hard. And like they really yes. like leaned into like the jokes of Die Hard. Yeah. Um, for me, I enjoyed it. But I feel like, I don't know, maybe I just have high expectations of improv. Because like I was like, uh, this isn't hilarious. Like I don't know. Yeah. It just. I guess I expect a lot more like 
zinger lines and, mm-hmm. and one-liners and really funny reactions. And right. I just feel like I didn't really get that. That's kind of what I meant when I said that it seemed like they were clearly just having fun with it. Yeah, like... They didn't seem to be taking it as seriously as you might expect. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it it was entertaining, but, like, I wouldn't say I was cracking up watching it. Mm. But... Yeah, I think I was laughing more than you, for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed more at this one than I did at some of the the show, the first season that we were and watching. And that's the thing. We only watched, or at least I only watched a few episodes of the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually, this, there's some I do want to watch because I think the actors that they have yeah. I might enjoy more. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I just checked this out because it was a quick one-off and mm-hmm. Christmas themed for our episode. And yes. It, I had fun with it. I probably won't go back to watch it ever again. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be like a new we watch this every Christmas situation. <laughs> I will probably go check out the show now just yes. to see if like I enjoy that at all. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think for me this was just a slice it. Okay. It was a large slice for me. Okay. Yeah. A large slice of Santa pie. No, you're going to say a large slice of murder. Oh, murder. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Murder. Murder. <laughs> all right. In the spirit of murder. Yep. We watched Spirited on Apple TV+. Plus. This came out, I guess, November 18th? Yep. Uh, written by Sean Anders and John Morris and directed by Sean Anders. And it starred uh, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell and had a budget of $75 million, which is... That seems really high to me. Seems very high. For this, this right? type of I thing? I was like, is that right? Like, <laughs> Was there a decimal in there? That seems very, very high. Um... But okay. Uh, so the premise is that each Christmas Eve, the ghost of Christmas present selects one dark soul to be reformed by a visit from three spirits. The age old, you know, cri- Christmas Carol. They just redid the Christmas Carol yeah. with like a new In modern a really take. and Modern take. Very interesting. Kind of like spun off like Twist-ish. the Santa Claus like movies from back in the day with Tim Allen, I guess you could say. Yes. Yeah. That kind of a concept to it. And it definitely had... Music. It's definitely musical-ish. Um, there are some funny things. Like, because, I mean... I think I really enjoyed Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell's, like, chemistry. Yes, and the way yes. they interacted. It made me want them in another movie that's not this. Yeah. Um, as well. <laughs> you could toss out the music. I didn't yeah. care. Yeah. I don't, it's not that, like, I'm not into musicals. It's just the music I didn't think was all that great. Yeah. Um... I do love one of the songs because now every time somebody says good afternoon. Okay. All right. <laughs> it cracks me up. Okay. But yeah, I, I could have gone yay or nay on the music if, other than that one song. But the the story of it was interesting and I like what they did with the change up of A Christmas Carol. While still kind of keeping... Or what we're used to every time somebody yeah, I mean, retells you know, that you story. Yeah, you had the ghosts and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. you understood the, the concept, but they did their own unique spin on it. So that was pretty interesting. Um, like I said, I, I I enjoyed it to an extent. I think it was like way longer than it needed to be. I felt yeah. like I kind of was like checking out probably halfway through. I feel like there was a point at which we were like, wait, it's still going? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was a bit too long. For me, um, as much as I wanted it to be like an A++++, because Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, I feel like 
both two, like two of my favorite actors, probably. Mm-hmm. And combined, I was like, oh my god. And combined, I was like, oh my god, like how could how could it go wrong? Um, for, unfortunately, it's just gonna be a slice it for me. Okay, it's a small slice for me. Like yeah. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I'll never go watch it again. Um, like I said, I liked the chemistry they had. I, mm-hmm. I thought there were some funny parts to it. I mm-hmm. liked some of the side characters. Yeah. Like, uh, I think it was the ghost of, I don't know, the, wh- who was the one, the female. Like, pa- uh, past, I think. I thought she was funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think they could have used her more, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought it had some good moments, but it just, I, it didn't keep my interest the whole time. And, mm-hmm. and the music, I just didn't feel like really drew me in. Mm-hmm. That's fair. It was more just like, I'm waiting for the song to be over so I could watch the, rest the part of the that I care about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. And last on our list, we watched Violent Night. Yes. With a capital V. Yeah. <laughs> this was in theaters. It came out on December 2nd. Uh, directed by Tommy Workola. Screenplay by Pat Casey and Josh Miller. And it's starring David Harbour, Leah Brady, and John Leguizamo. There's some other characters. Yes. And I, I just, I didn't feel like they were important enough, so. Yeah, those are the mains. Yeah. Yeah. The mains. Yeah. Ah, I agreed yeah. with you. Okay. Sounded like you were making fun of me. No. It's yeah. it's very gaming. Oh, okay. But. Okay. I, I agree with Whatever. you. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, the premise for this movie when a group of mercenaries attack the estate of a wealthy family, Santa Claus must step in to save the day and Christmas. <laughs> this movie was something else. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we referenced Die Hard on the uh, the Murderville episode. Mm-hmm. This had basically the whole premise of Die Hard. It felt like mixed with like Home Alone and mixed with like a little bit of john wick here and there yeah john wick yeah (laughs) there you go yeah this was a lot of different movies but like it somehow all worked really well together yeah um this was extremely gory it was way more violent than i thought it would be and i get yeah yeah, i saw a movie called violent night and like i probably should (laughs) this is really violent i should probably look like an idiot for saying that but i didn't expect it to be as top notch violent yeah, as it was, it was like very... there was some intense stuff where i was like yeah like holding my stomach because i was like oh my god yeah. or like you would just see something in the background you're like oh you're my like, god oh, no they're gonna use that at some point yeah and sure enough they, they do. do there's so many like things that can be used to put places that you're like oh that shouldn't go there yeah <laughs> just like oh there's a lot of very uncomfortable scenes it was very aggressive. Yeah. Um, but, God, I had a blast with this movie. Yes. It was so good. The fight um, choreography was incredible. Like, just all the different fight scenes were mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do like how they, like, um, kind of incorporated a message mm-hmm. to the film, too. It wasn't just, like, unnecessary violence. Like, there was, mm-hmm. like, an actual message about... Like, the spirit of Christmas and that, yes. ironically, in yeah. this film. Yeah. And, like, I thought it was kind of interesting how they did that. You're ruining Christmas, so go fuck yourself, basically. <laughs> it wasn't just, like, gratuitous violence for no reason. Mm-hmm. There was, like, it was, totally makes, like, 
sense with the plot and all that. Mm -hmm. It's just they did it so hilariously violently. I think they needed to do more with like his backstory because there was like they they kind of yeah they kind of get into a little bit of his backstory of like who he is and like what Um, the title of Santa Claus is. Yeah, but like they don't really get into it. It's more just kind of foreshadowing him. Yeah. Knowing how to use a weapon. Right. If that, I don't know, is that spoilers? No. Okay. I don't think so. They definitely have, like, a reason why it, he's not just dying at the hands of yeah, these mercenaries. Yeah, it, it basically just explains why he's so good at fighting. Yes. Right? So, um, I don't know. I think they could have done more with that. I would have liked to have explored that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. This did really well, I think. So, yeah. maybe they will have I'd love sequels. to see, like, a prequel movie. Yeah, this was... Oh, man, I love this movie. I really... This is... You know, you, you talk about wanting to, like, find some kind of, like, a, a, a tradition for yeah. the holidays. Like, for me, yeah. this one is it. Yeah. Watching this movie. It probably doesn't work if you have small children, well, but... <laughs> this is the tradition for after they go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, this is what Santa Claus does if you don't fucking go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what he does if you don't go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is really good. And I'm... I'm not, like, I'm iffy on, like, overly gory, violent movies. Mm -hmm. So they have, like, this had enough, like, humor and intention behind all of the things Mm -hmm. that were happening that I didn't hate it. Like, it was really interesting. I think David Harbour was amazing in this. He was so good. The way he executed his lines, the way he reacted to scenarios, Mm -hmm. his, like, his humor. He just, he was on point. Yes. This whole movie. It was great. I totally agree. Like I said, like it, it seemed like it was really successful. I, if they make another one, I would, I'm down for it. Budget was only twenty million, compared to that Spirited that was seventy five. Okay. Um, and it took in fifty seven. <laughs> I liked it a o- lot over fifty seven million worldwide so far. So oh, it, wow. it's like done more than double its budget. So. Very nice. I mean, I'm not surprised. The really the only the only drawback to it for anyone I would think would be. The violence being too violent for children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for adults, I, I don't have a problem with it. I do think that the main villain, like, his whole, like, be- like reason why he, like... Yeah. Like, I thought that was a bit, was like, unnecessary really and stupid. Dumb. Like, I, okay. You oh. could just be like, you just want money. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this, like, weird sob story about Christmas. Like, yeah. you could just... You just want be the money. a bad person. You're who just likes a terrible person who wants to steal someone's money. Don't make it. Don't make it about something yeah, else. So like that whole aspect, I thought was like unnecessary and kind of like yeah. okay, whatever. It's like, are we supposed to care? Like, I don't care. Yeah. It's like let's I kill this guy. I still already. hate you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Santa, do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I really, really, really enjoyed it, and I would absolutely watch it again mm-hmm. many times. So it's a dissected from me. Yeah, it, it's a dissected from me as well. I I have my my gripes with it, but like I overall would love to watch this again. Mm-hmm. So like it's I can get past like the little things like that because like yeah. it just it's so good. Yeah, and hopefully I'll get like more uh, like used to like. <laughs> The intensity of yeah, the comfortable of the, scenes. of the violence, and yeah. like I'll be able to sit through it without like holding my gut. Yeah, like yeah. oh my god, there was definitely some like I would like close my eyes, and be like, ooh, yeah. I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> and then it doesn't happen until you open your eyes. Yep, yep. exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we are DTF. Yeah. For Violent Night. First time we've been DTF for a movie in a while. I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. Movies need to step it up. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Um, we kind of moved our things we're interested in to the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So we have a couple things that we want to check out just in case anyone else is interested. Some of it's Christmas related. So for me, Alice in Borderlands season two is hitting Netflix on the 22nd. So I was excited for that. I actually binged season one mm-hmm. while you were away. Yeah. Last weekend. Okay. So that's I'm on board for season two. Glass Onion also is going to be releasing on Netflix on the 23rd. I'm excited about that. And that's the sequel, I guess, maybe spinoff, I guess, if you will, to Knives Out. Yeah. Uh, and Strange Worlds is coming to Disney Plus on the 23rd. This is that animated movie mm. which has been in theaters, but I guess it's not doing very well. Oh. I mean, we've been seeing that with Disney movies, right? Yeah. It kind of feels like maybe people are just waiting for Disney Plus. Yeah. So. That's what I would do. I mean, I wasn't, but like, well, now I am. Yeah. Like, now I know it's there. I'm like, okay, that makes it easier on me. Yeah, yeah. For me, The Witcher Blood Origin is coming to Netflix on Christmas Day. I'm very excited about that. I've not heard great things, but I'm still excited about it. Really? Like, critics aren't liking it? Um, it just, I've only seen one thing because I've tried to avoid it, and it was saying that it's not well, uh, not well received. It was just like a poor headline. Okay. Um, and then we've got some movies in theaters. We talked about how we're not going to see this, but Avatar 2 came I out. I mean, it's big enough. I feel yeah. like we need to say that for people. Yeah. Avatar 2 is out as of December 16th. Yep. Uh, I think it's doing well. I don't know. It, it, yeah, I think it is. I think it's like... It's like 500 I, something. I want to say it was at least 400 and something million for its yeah. opening weekend or something. Yeah. And then we've got The Whale coming out on December 21st. Mm-hmm. Brian Fraser. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. A whale of a guy. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, some notable mentions, uh, we've got Mythic Pe- Mythic Quest Season 3 is on Apple TV+, Plus. in case anybody hadn't started that yet. Uh, National Treasure is on Disney+, Plus as of the 14th. Black Adam. This is a, a, a series. It's like oh, a different okay. cast and all that. Okay. But uh, I think I'm they- I'm glad you mentioned that. I think they have the movies as well. <laughs> okay. But yeah, this is like a, a Disney Plus series okay. with a different cast. Got it, got yeah. it, got it. Okay. Um, Black Adam hit HBO Max on the 16th and Top Gun Maverick was on Paramount Plus or will be on Paramount Plus on the 22nd. So if anybody hasn't seen that yet, yeah. I'd be surprised, it, it's, but it's being called one of the best movies of the year. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I don't think it was I that I don't know that it was that good, good. but yeah. that seems to be the, I feel like the overall census of people like besides Knight us. Was better. Yeah. <laughs> They, they need to do like a versus. Probably not like wi- widely. Uh, wi- as Violent a- Night Maverick, and it's just <laughs> Santa and a sleigh trying to kill Tom Cruise in a fighter jet. In a fighter jet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to slay him. Yeah. In the danger zone. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "You're in my zone, bitch." Yeah. The danger zone. And he puts on his aviators. Yeah. But it's nighttime, so he doesn't need them. Yeah. <laughs> he would. All right. Well, that's what's coming out. And you have reached the end of the movies and TV section of Dissecting This Fiction, episode 129. Don't forget to um, connect with us on all the social medias. We've got Twitter at DTFpod, Instagram, Dissecting This Fiction, Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. And you can email us directly to dtfpod at gmail.com. You can also stop by our website for a listing of all of our previous episodes at dtfcast.com. And of course, please leave us a rating or review on your podcast service that you're using so we can understand how we're doing and do better. Or if we don't need to. Yeah. We'll do worse. 
Yeah. So we can if then. If you do want better. us to get worse, we can do that. Just tell us. Yes. Just we just have to know. <laughs> All right. Let's get into our gaming. We actually have very little for gaming this week. So let's get into our news. We have a handful of things. Uh, Death Stranding. This is actually a movie that is in the works from Kojima Productions. I just threw it in gaming because I felt like nobody gamers else cares. are the ones who are going to care. Yeah, regular people uh, don't care yet. <laughs> I kind of think I'm going to do that just in general with the gaming type yeah. things Yeah. moving forward. I don't know. Yeah, if it's not related to anything else, then yeah, I can see that. Like if it's, if it's at the core of gaming. Yes franchise yeah but so death stranding the movie is supposedly going to introduce new elements and characters within the death stranding universe um i don't think they have any writers or directors or anything yet mm-hmm. but like this is going to be a fucking weird movie okay. right so who do you like do you have any ideas for like filmmaker people that would go with like the kojima weirdness well, that's the thing is like i, I kind of wonder if kojima wants to like do it himself like oh, that's do you think, true i mean would that translate doing a game to doing a movie like i guess maybe he would have a director but like he could like be very hands-on and right. like, kind of learn how to do movies like a heavy producer basically yeah. right i don't know or he could be the director but like have directing staff to really help him right with, like, the technical side of it and he just kind of does his creativeness yeah i don't know that's a good question but can you do you think are there any other like movie styles that you feel like would work with his weirdness off the top of your head? I don't want to put you on the spot. But I was just sti- curious. Like, like a movie itself or just no, like like style like, of like a like a director or somebody that's known for a certain style. Like um example Guillermo del Toro. Like not necessarily I mean, Well, I mean he works with him on the the, the that stranding, right? That he did? in the movie. Oh isn't shit. He? Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. I think that. he worked on the script of the, the game, and I think he's in the movie. Okay, or so, in the game. so never Sorry. mind. Forget the question, because yeah. that's obviously <laughs> I the answer. Like, I was like, is this a trick? <laughs> I feel like now that I'm, now that you say that, I'm like having deja vu to like seeing that on the screen be like, yeah, oh, Yeah, he was like in the okay. trailer, like some yeah. weird like military like vehicle driving by or something. Yeah, I, I forgot already, it back, obviously. It was years ago before yeah. we even, even knew what this game was. Yeah. Still haven't played it, So though, I guess but, that would um, make sense if they end up involving him in so way. like here's the thing based off the like the description of introduce new elements and characters within the, the death stranding universe so like yeah. would this be an original thing or would it be the game brought to the big screen well it like, sounds if, like if you do that then you have the actors mm-hmm. already yeah like you don't need to look for actors yeah you literally have them yeah you brought them into your game yeah so that's the question is if they're going a different route if it's not gonna be the same exact people which i highly doubt kojima doesn't want to do i wonder if what they would do is use the same actors but do like different stuff that's not in the game like or just have other characters have other characters as as well well. yeah yeah i mean i'm very interested in this i i need to play death stranding i don't know if i'll like commit to playing the whole thing i guess it'll depend how much i enjoy it i know it's a very divisive game but i think it's on playstation plus so i i will check that out at some point Hmm. um but I definitely care more about a movie than I think I care about the game, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. <laughs> All right. Uh, next topic. Gorilla has confirmed the existence of an online Horizon game uh, by posting a job opportunity on social media. Uh, so 
They said it's going to be featuring a new cast of characters and unique stylized look. Friends will be able to explore the majestic wilds of Horizon together. Hmm. That's cool. I mean, we because there was that like rumored leak of this game existing. It just yeah. had not been confirmed. Right. So this is the confirmation. Yeah. It's very interesting. So I guess like, will it be an MMO? I don't, it will, it, obviously whatever it is, it's going to be something that's tied to the PlayStation ecosystem, right? So well, I mean, or do you think they have it tied to PC as well? I don't know. I mean, they, it's the, the game's on PC, so it's got to be, right? Uh, they did bring over the first game, I think. I don't know about the second one yet. Oh, okay. I don't. I, I, maybe the second one is also on PC, but the first one they did bring over. I do feel like it seems like PlayStation's kind of trying They're to bring more online multiplayer type stuff too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that. It would make more sense if it was involved with PC as I well. Mean, presumably, it's going to be like a games as service type thing, right? Oh. Where they're going to have it where you buy a bunch of costumes and yeah, 100%. shit like that. Or, yeah. or like kind of like a Destiny type thing where you have to constantly upgrade like grind. your level and grind. Yeah. 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 I mean, that would be fun, though, to like go and That's a more a- fun thing to do. a Thunderjaw. Yeah. That's what they're called, right? There's a Thunderjaw, yeah. Yeah, Thunderjaw, right? The, yeah. There were the, the T-Rexes. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be fun to go on, online with your friends and, and like, take and down take a Thunderjaw. Take down a robotic like, T-Rex, yeah. You know, like, everyone has, like, their roles. They're, like, yeah. different characters have different, like, play styles. Yes. And you, you know, I need this guy to go pin them down with cables while I break the whatever part on yeah. this side of the the character, you know? Like, yeah. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I think that would definitely be more fun than Destiny. Do you think they'd let you play as the um, the robots themselves? Maybe like an aspect of that. Nah. Well, there's an aspect of controlling them, isn't there? So I guess. Well, yeah, but I just meant like, could you be like one of like the the raptor robots right, yeah. and run around and attack people? That would be funny, but I kind of doubt because it. if it's an MMO, you probably see that kind of being a thing. But True. If it's more just like a Destiny type thing, like. Yeah. Three people go and play a, a mission. Right. I guess it's it's not so easy to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, next up, Insomniac is assuring that Spider-Man 2 will come out on PS5 in fall of 2023. So people have been worried it's going to be delayed to 24, but they are saying we are still on track for 2023. I believe it when I see it. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> also, I do not believe that it's only on PS5. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're saying that, but I do not believe it. Yeah. I, I fully expect them to put it on PS4. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's what they did with Miles and Morales, that whole Spider-Man game. They, yeah, it was a whole They thing. said it was a PS5 game, and they're like, oh, it's also on PS4. It's quietly in their uh, blog so that uh, people could give them more money. Yeah. But they marketed it like you had to have a PS5. Yes. All right. Resident Evil Village is getting a free VR update for PS5. But here's the catch. It's only if you have a PSVR 2. Of course. You can't use it on the PSVR 1, and you can't use it on a PS4, and you can't use it without either of those PS5 or the PSVR 2. <laughs> so I can't use it on Oculus. No. Damn it. <laughs> well, this is as far as I'm aware, you can't. I also don't care. I don't I even know if Village is on Oculus. I, I, I know, I know. I was just making. Uh, but it will be available for free for anybody who has both those uh, consoles, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, on February 22nd when the PSVR 2 launches. I'm just really annoyed by this because it's like, you're shooting yourself in the foot with this shit. Like, yeah. why are you not putting, like, Capcom, why are you not putting this on PSVR 1? 
Yeah. You're, you're, you have so many people that have bought the game and they're not going to be able to play this and they're not going to go buy a PSVR 2 just for one fucking game. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Like, charge me for it. <laughs> I don't care. Charge me for it if I can play it on my fucking PSVR 1. I feel like that's, I, I'm picturing us in the like Anakin meme. I'm like, you're not going to go buy a new PSVR, PSVR 2 just for this game update, right? <laughs> I had a good one for the, uh, I, I did a whole bunch of, obviously you were there. <laughs> I saw, yeah. <laughs> I did a whole bunch for the whole DC yeah. issue. Yeah. There was a lot of pretty of, good I did ones. a bunch of fun memes. Yeah. That was one of them. Yeah. It was Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot are out of the DC universe. And then Padme is like, Ezra Miller's out too, right? And <laughs> 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 He's out too, right? <laughs> We'll see. We shall see. All right. Um, last in our news, we have a very little, I just said. Um, Amazon is creating a partnership with Crystal Dynamic to publish the next Tomb Raider game across multiple platforms. So we kind of saw this with Microsoft for, was it the second game? I think it was Shadow was Shadow the Tomb Raider the second one? Yeah. Or was it Rise? Shadow was the second one. Shadow was the second one. Okay. So Shadow the Tomb Raider, Microsoft, I think... Wait, are there three? Yeah. Okay. See? Now I'm wondering if Rise is the second one. Okay, I'm going to find out. Either way, whatever the second game is, Microsoft funded that game, and they had it on Xbox, I think, for a year before it went over to PlayStation. Okay. But it went to PlayStation eventually. So you're kind of seeing that here. It looks like Amazon will probably have some kind of a special uh, exclusive of some form. I don't know. So, I guess Luna is it? Amazon Luna is their, yeah. their streaming thing that they're doing? Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, if it's going to be like, oh, it'll be a part of Luna if you want to come over here or whatever. But, um, I, at the very least, they're just going to make money off of the game being sold on PlayStation and Xbox, right? Yeah. Okay. So, it went Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and then Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay. Yeah, I know people were, like, confused. Like, wait a minute. But yeah. the first game was, like, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. So. Yeah. Why is the second one called Rise of the Tomb yeah. Raider? Yeah. Tomb Raider. Still rising. Tomb Raider 2. <laughs> Tomb be... Raider. Rising 2. Yeah. Still rising. <laughs> Continuing Still rising. to rise. <laughs> Risen even more. <laughs> so that's interesting. I, yeah, like I hope it really has nothing to do with their Luna platform because so far I'm unimpressed with that. Yeah. Basically because it's not useful to us. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have the controller. Mm-hmm. I can theoretically play it, but like you, you still have to buy the game. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. well, that wasn't part of my deal. Yeah. I was going to buy the controller and I just play your game. And you were going to let me play the games for yeah, free. Like, I don't, well, yeah. <laughs> where was the disconnect with our deal? Someone was confused here, and I don't think it was me. I mean, I I assume there would be like a handful of games that you could play for right. Free, like they've got to give you something. I to don't try know. It out Maybe with. they do that once in a while, but I don't. I don't like look into it, so I don't. know. Yeah, yeah. Mistakes were made, but here we are. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for our news. We do have one game that we played. Yeah, we played High on Life, otherwise probably known as the Rick and Morty game. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Yeah. It feels like. Uh, it's available on PC, Xbox, uh, on all the Xbox stuff, right? Is it Series X? Series S, Series X. Well, it's and on when, Xbox One. That's as what well. I was thinking because I was like, I'm Xbox. playing on Xbox One, so <laughs> yeah, One X, yeah. Okay. 
So, yeah, so I mean, yeah. so Xbox and PC. Yes. Yes. <laughs> to overly complicate it. Yes. And then simplify it. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, it was developed and published by Squanch Games. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's uh, it's it's a, it's a comedic first person shooter with action adventure elements. Uh, I mean, essentially, you're like a a person who gets uh, it's like they're they aliens invade and then you're teleported somewhere to go like fight them, right? Like I don't really know, I don't have a good way. Is there a better way to describe it? I mean, you're on track. I'm if, I'm I mean... overly simplifying, but. <laughs> Basically, aliens come to Earth, decide that humans are the perfect resource to smoke. Oh, right. Yeah. And so they're going to invade Earth. Yeah. And then you meet a talking gun, which is actually like a, a race of its own. A race of in space, talking gun aliens. Who was like taken as prisoner mm-hmm. by these bad aliens. Yeah. And so you work together with the alien to defeat this gang of essentially space drug dealers. Yes. The car- they're literally a they're, cartel. They're the space cartel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the plot. Yeah. And you just go through and you kill their, you know, top up and, and then, you know, bosses. Yeah, and-, and every time you kill one of their like big enemies, you get like another either talking gun or talking weapon of some sort. Or some kind of equipment. Yeah. yeah, to, yeah. to further the yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what to expect with this game. I knew that it was gonna be like Somebody related to Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Everyone so <laughs> so fucking Rick and Morty. Like, yeah. I could, I would not be shocked if they were to be like, oh yeah, this is in the same universe. Yeah, or these characters show up in like the cartoon An episode. Yeah, or like solar opposites. Even yes. like it's it's the art is so the same. Yeah, the characters are so similar. The voices are the voices, literally the same. I'm pretty sure it's got to be the same. I'm pretty sure the the sister is even. Yeah. The the daughter, whatever, in Rick and Morty. Yeah. It definitely seems like accurate. Yeah. The, <laughs> you'll recognize all the voice actors and yeah. stuff as like characters from the show. And like, I don't know. The humor is there. It's very defi- divisive, I feel like, though. Like, I've seen reviews that were like, really bad about this, but oh, really? I feel like it was because of the humor. They just didn't like the humor. Oh, so those are the people that don't like Rick and Morty. I, I, I feel like that. Yeah. And I used to be that person. I did too. Because I didn't like the way Rick talked. Yes. I didn't like his voice. I hated the sound of his voice. But, but once like, you get past that, it's so fucking it, you, funny. It's like cauliflower. Once you like have it long <laughs> once enough. Once you put it in everything for a once, while. Once you eat enough cauliflower, <laughs> you just kind of give up on life. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a part of your routine. Yeah. <laughs> That's what his voice is like. Yeah. So, no, this game was a lot of fun. I was cracking up. I I thought the humor was just so perfect. Mm -hmm. And there was, like, moments where, like, I would have internal, like, uh, commentary, Mm -hmm. like, of of my own. Like, I'd I'd say something like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, they would, in the game, make some kind of joke that would react to Something that I would have thought of. Yeah. And, like, I thought it was just really clever how they did that. Where they, yeah. they, they They made the game in a way that they kind of, I guess, guided you mm-hmm. to, like, I guess, try and debunk their joke. But then yeah. you make the joke even better. Yeah. If that makes sense. I think so. Yeah, there was definitely, like, funny things where, like, if if you're like me and you kind of, like, are not very good at games and so you'll be like exploring trying to figure out where you're going 
if you if you don't do what you're supposed to do fast enough, the like the talking gun will be like, uh, you know, we're supposed to go here, right? Like they'll like mm-hmm. remind you like what the fuck you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. or like, hey, this thing doesn't work for this, like oh, this isn't gonna work for us or whatever, like to remind you, hey, you're a fucking idiot, go do yeah, something yeah. else. So it was like, and he just like they make like little jokes at you about you not doing whatever you're supposed to be doing mm. correctly. Well, like in the tutorial, there was like this whole joke about the, the okay, now do a double jump. And then it yeah. was like, oh, you idiot. We don't do double jumps. Yeah, we don't have double jumps. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love how they kind of like play with uh, with you in that yes. kind of way. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like an example. I guess it's not quite what I was going for, but like an example of what I was saying is like uh, the like the alien child that you can or can't kill if you decide. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, you get to a point where you have a character who reacts to that whole situation. And, Mm -hmm. like, I thought it was just genius how, like, I'm doing something that I thought was just, like, my choice. Yeah. And then it kind of ties into the narrative of, like, oh, I guess blah, blah, blah. And, like. Yeah. It's, like, I don't. It just, like. Then it made me feel like shit. Yeah. But then I was, like. I don't know. It it was fun. But it was, like. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It just the way that they kind of mess with you mm-hmm. through the dialogue I thought was really interesting. Yes. I think the game's really easy. Like, you know, I, I played it on normal and I felt like overall I had like maybe two areas where I struggled with the boss. But like it only took a couple tries and then I finally killed the guy. Like mm-hmm. just kind of forgot their pattern, whatever. Yeah. Overall, I think the game's really easy. It's really not that complicated. Uh, I think it's designed for the general gamer, mm-hmm. you know. So you don't have to be really good at first-person shooters. So, like, yeah. if you're worried about, like, going later on in the game and, like, not being able to beat it, like, I don't think you have that worry. Well, I did choose easy just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've had a little bit of an issue with one of the bosses, but for the most part, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll be okay. Yeah. And I... It's a very straightforward game. Like, it kind of feels... It's very linear. Like, it doesn't feel like it is, but it... it it's really a linear game. Yeah. They have open world areas, but that's really more for, like, the the post story. If you want to go do all, like, the side quests. Yeah. Find this random item type mm-hmm. shit that's not necessarily important, but might be a trophy right, or achievement. Right. I did enjoy the, the way they use the mechanics in the game. Like, the guns pretty much have their own mechanics. Like specific mechanics that they let you do certain things so it kind of was like that whole like metroid effect where mm-hmm. like oh i need something specific to be able to go to this area or yeah. to go to, so, to do that that's and the part that bothers me about it it's like i knew there were places that i was like i know i'm supposed to go there the fucking wall is glowing uh-huh. but i don't know how to get there yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was like i know i have to get something that's gonna allow me to do that and it bothers me that i can't do it right now yeah <laughs> And I'm sure there's dialogue in there somewhere that makes fun of us for that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. There was um, something where it was like I was walking around. Like whenever you told me, you walked in, you were like, oh, you know you can open those chests, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> I was like already irritated. Yeah, I, was like, I forgot oh, the that. the fucking character. He's like, for- well, I don't think it's going to work for this. It's <laughs> like every fucking time I walk near one. Yeah, that was my bad. I <laughs> yeah. forgot you had to have an item for that. You need something sharp like a knife. <laughs> like... <laughs> In my defense, I waited a very long time yeah. to wait for you to try to open that chest before I said anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I specifically was trying to avoid going near it so it wouldn't talk shit to me again. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that the mechanics that they used, were they weren't anything like mind-blowing. They were all very like 
what you expect from most games. But like, I think they worked well. I wish they used them a little bit more in the post game stuff. Mm. It doesn't feel like they use it as much as they should. Okay. But it does like get used to some extent. It felt like Borderlands to me. Did you get that vibe? Like, it felt like a very like laid back Borderlands. Not just like the humor, but like just like the way it's laid out, the way you. Yeah, a very, very laid back Borderlands. Yeah. I agree. A little bit less loot chests, but you know. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's loot chests, but like they aren't for items. Like, they're no. not for weapons. They're just no, for like. It's for like currency. Currency or to is, like yeah. buy upgrades on your weapons yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. the one thing I will say that didn't really go well for me, I think, was like the way that the upgrades worked. Cause like I wasn't really understanding if you had to equip them, if you just buy them, if they're automatically equipped. Mm-hmm. And like, even if you're in the inventory, it doesn't really tell you. Yeah. And so, like, I got through most of the game not knowing if I even had these upgrade perks. So what's the answer? On, the, I think I had them. Okay, so you didn't have to equip them. Like certain things I was able to still do, but like I didn't know if certain other things I wasn't was was were equipped to my gun. Okay, because I'm or at that to me, I guess. I'm at that point right Depends now where I'm like, you're, you're I just bought a couple of things, but like I don't know if I'm using them. <laughs> Like they're upgrades. That's to what my I'm weapons. saying. Is like yeah. I if it's if it's improving like you know the damage on my gun. Like I don't know. Yeah. If it's giving me this special move, I don't know. Yeah. Like so. Yeah, but overall, but like I'm I'm getting through it just fine. So yeah. I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, I will say that I hate the sister, <laughs> but I think you're supposed to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. She sucks. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm enjoying it. It's uh. It's Rick and Morty the game, basically. Yeah, it feels like it. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of love the interaction of, like, your gun talking to you. You know, like, it kind of mm-hmm. feels a little bit more interactive, I guess, than yeah. just walking yourself. Yeah. <laughs> There's, like, ridiculous names for things. And they'll say weird shit that's, like, very suggestive. That, like, doesn't, like... It was like put something in my trick hole or whatever. Oh, the fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, like refill my trick hole or my whatever. My trick hole. Yeah. yeah, put stuff in my trick hole so I can do my whatever the fuck that sounds very like. Yeah, it's yeah. all very dirty. Yeah, very dirty. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoy this game. It's on Game Pass, so anybody who has Game Pass, it's there. I think it took me about ten hours to beat the game. Okay. I have to go back and do like the post game stuff if I want for like the extra achievements, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, this game was a lot better than I thought it was. I was looking forward to it, but mm-hmm. like, it really surprised me uh, how engaged I think I was with this one. Yeah. It's on PC as well. I do want to ring up before we're done with this conversation and we rate it. Noticing you playing on the Xbox One X, I will say I feel like you had more glitched kind of issues, mm-hmm. more problems with the game than I did. I had a couple things like near the end there was like a like a glitch where the gun was like floating in front of my hand mm-hmm. or no my hand was floating in front of the gun and so like it wasn't like I was holding the gun it was just like a, a cosmetic thing it didn't really affect the game itself um yeah I noticed too it was stuttery at some points but like overall on Xbox Series X I had a very good experience playing this without a lot of problems I'm hearing the opposite for people on PC. Um, And I just noticed that you had kind of like audio type issues that I noticed, at least, on the One X. And then I had much longer loading times for different Oh my god, yes. So, (laughs) and then I was like, is the One X good? Like, (laughs) 
Yeah, because like the 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 amount of time it took to load for you, I was like, this is way longer. Yeah, yeah. It's so it really shows the difference between even the One X and the Series X. Yeah, we're definitely getting we're we're well into current gen now, mm-hmm. and it's it's becoming noticeable with the games. Yeah, and like yeah, because that's like the top end of last gen, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the PS4 Pro, the One X, like those are arguably better, but like mm-hmm. they still show like struggles. So, um, yeah, I can only imagine, like, you know, people who have just Xbox One, you might have issues with this game. I don't know. I, you know, I can't say for sure because I haven't played it on just yeah. a One X, but, mm-hmm. or just an Xbox One. But um, just seeing you with the One X, like, there was, like, cutscenes or, or dialogue where, like, it would kind of freeze up. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd see the character talking, but there'd be no audio. Yeah. And, and then it would, it would be kind like of lag. jump up yeah. to like catch up to what he was talking about. And yes, I did kind of think that 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 sucked to an extent because you kind of were missing context to some of their you know jokes or yeah. just the plot. And, yeah. Um, so I hope you don't have a lot more problems yeah. because that would have bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'll come play it on your Series X then. You can. Yeah, you should transfer over. No problem. All right, so that's it for our episode. What what did you rate it? Uh, I'm gonna say it's a large slice it for me. I'm enjoying it. Okay. I, I I don't have any huge issues with it. I'm like, it's a little simple, like you said. Yeah, I think this game is intended for our general audience. Yeah, it's not intended yeah. for like the hardcore gamer. Yeah. It's intended for the the Rick and Morty fan. I, yeah, I still don't really like. I feel like I'm missing. I feel like I'm missing part of the puzzle, which maybe I won't be at the end. But like, I'm sometimes I'm like, well, why am I doing this? But okay, like yeah. you know, you have to go get something, but you don't know why. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, now I have to. Like, I guess I'm taking out the cartel just so they'll stop trying to like take humans and smoke them. It's just. I mean, yeah, it's the whole point. Of the, like, yeah, you're trying to stop them from invading Earth. It's just so random. It's so random and it weird. is extremely random. Yeah, um, I like it whenever I can find things and upgrade my character and like mm-hmm. choose an outfit, things like that. Okay, so I don't know. Obviously, about the this game stuff, isn't but, like, meant. They to... have the upgrading to an extent. It's just very simple. Yeah. Aside, like the customer character customization is usually one of my. My things that I like about games. Yeah. Obviously, this and isn't that kind of game. very basic. They had like four or five generic yeah. characters that you could pick from. Yeah. So it could have been a little bit more robust in that if it was going to be a higher score for me. But I would say large slice it. Okay. For me, I'd say it's dissected. I, I really enjoyed yeah. this. Like I played, I, I did it on, on Twitch mm-hmm. and I played, I think like six hours the first session. Mm-hmm. And then I was like... Not streaming until like a few days later, and I was like getting like the like, y'all got some <laughs> y'all got some, some crack, <laughs> like you know, like I was like on my mind. I was like, man, should I just go play it? Like, yeah. is it weird if I go play it? I'm not streaming. Yeah. That night, you were like, do you want to go to bed early? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> now I'm, you know why. Yeah, now I know why. Yeah, yeah I want to jump on, and so like, yeah, like I, yeah. I I jumped on my second session finally when it came up, and mm-hmm. yeah, I beat it that night. So. I, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll uh, I'll reevaluate. I'll let you know if my score changes when I finish the game because I'm not. I, okay. I well, I mean, I can't legally. Oh, I can't. Yeah, it's okay. it's it's out there on well, the podcast. I'll let you know that's, outside that's a legal of the thing. podcast if I change my opinion, but okay. I'll leave it on and the I'll podcast. I'll let everybody know on the podcast that you uh, <laughs> can't be trusted with your ratings. Got it. Okay. Sounds great. So, way to go. Okay. 
All right. Uh, let's. We've got a handful of things for people to be playing coming out this week yeah, or recently some came stuff out. Yeah, that came out in the last month. It's kind of dead as far as new new releases, but yeah. like, I want to just kind of cover some things that like did come out that we may have already talked about last week. But um, obviously, this game that we were just talking about, High on Life, <laughs> High on Life, came out early this month yeah. on the second. It's on Game Pass and PC. Of course, you could buy it on Xbox if you want. Yeah. Uh, like an idiot. Yeah. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners 2 is out as of the 1st for PSVR. So, okay. people that are interested in that. Yeah. AKA you. <laughs> I don't know if I've even played the first one yet. Oh, okay. I think we have it, but I don't know if I played it. Um, but yeah, that's out. Uh, Dragon Quest Treasures is on the Switch. I'm not actually sure what this game is. There's so many Dragon Quest games now. Yeah. Uh, that came out on the 9th. And multi-platform, we have Marvel's Midnight Suns came out on the 2nd. The Callisto Protocol came out on the 2nd. I also played that. Yeah. I actually, I don't think I've done the review for that. So maybe I'll do that one on our next episode. Yeah. I have to go back and do a little bit more of that. But for like the, the achievement stuff. Mm-hmm. Need for Speed Unbound came out on the 2nd. And Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion came out, I think, on the 16th. Okay. So, that's like the PSP game that's remade for the Final Fantasy VII remake. But it's like it's like a side story, but like it's now integrated into the, the, the main story. Okay. Inside of Taco Bell? Yeah. Got it. It's basically a sequel that they're not calling a sequel. Okay. Sounds great. That's how Square Enix does it. Yeah. Yeah. These ones are sequels, but these ones are not. But they're yeah. the same name as the sequels. Yeah. All right. That's it for what we are interested in coming out this week. Yeah. Or this um, month, I guess. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to uh, connect with us on all the social medias. We've got Twitter at DTFpod, Instagram at D- Dissecting This Fiction, Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. You can email us directly at dtfpod at gmail.com or check out our website, dtfcast.com, for a listing of all of our episodes. And, of course, please leave us a review and a rating on whatever your podcast service is. Tell your friends, you know, help us get the word out that people should listen to us. (laughs) Not like follow our instructions, but, you know, listen to the podcast. No, follow our instructions. Yeah, (laughs) which is to listen to the podcast. All right, that's it for episode 129 of Dissecting This Fiction. Thank you for listening to us. Mm -hmm. Hope you all have a happy holiday, whatever it may be. Yes. Enjoy the time with your friends and family. Get cool gifts, because that's the most important part. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back at the start of the year, I guess, some point. Mm -hmm. We will not be back for Christmas. We're going to take a break for the holiday. Yeah. But after that, (laughs) you'll get more nonsense from the two of us. Yeah. And maybe more. Yeah. Maybe. Bye-bye.